Hey, friends. It's good to see you again. I'm Brian. And I'm Joe. Let's start, start the, the show. show. Do you see what I mean by frustration? Like, I had it. And then the second I push record, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I got to check if to make sure that I'm on the right bank. The right bank. Which yeah. I always I think, try to do. I think do. it's always on bank one when we turn it off and start it. Oh, it probably is, but. Yeah. Because I, I don't, I can't remember a time at the beginning of the podcast where you've had to change the bank. You're probably right. But my mind is like, do not believe in yourself. But how, how horrible it would be if our intro was funny because you hit the wrong button. We've got complaints about it. I feel like <laughs> they want to know who is, who is the who is the monkey behind the the sound thing. And you're like, we don't have a sound engineer. Yeah, it's all Joe usually messing up. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm undecided if this is episode 52 or 53 because I'm going on vacation and we wanted to like spread some of these out. So we say 53. And then you and I will record one this week that'll be in between, and then this will come out next Tuesday. Just you and me Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we have, we have Roadhouse already came out, according to whoever's listening to this. Which was an amazing episode. Yeah. And then the episode after that, we haven't recorded yet, but I hope you guys all liked it. And then this one will be next Tuesday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like so that. this is okay. 53. 53. Episode 53. Welcome to episode 53. We haven't figured out the rebranding stuff yet. Um, I mean... I mean, we figured it out. It's just not all, hopefully by episode 53, it's all good to go. Yeah. You're now finding us not at Get After It. Um, the RSS feed wouldn't let us change the HTTP colon backslash backslash. We couldn't get it to, to be last best conversation. We're locked in forever. Right. And so, so what we're doing, if you're listening right now to Get After It, if that's what you clicked on, on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen... Um, we need you to go over to Last Best Conversation now because we've uploaded every episode up there now. And so it, it's the same thing. It's just a little different place and a much better logo. And we need you there. We welcome you. And if not, like, this might just be the last podcast you hear. Because of you. And we don't care. Like, whatever. Like, stay, nah. stay grumpy. I mean, well, nah. Do you we feel different? I don't know. No. Okay. I was going to be like, <laughs> I was going to be like, yeah, no, let's play good cop, bad cop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I was no, like, you're nah. on the same page. Like yeah. if you're not coming over, fine. Fine. Whatever. It's fine. It's been real. And you know what? I've made this super easy <laughs> in the show notes. So, go down and click and it'll just take you there. I like it'll it. just take you there. There'll be an Apple iTunes and a Spotify. I'm not putting all of them. If you're on something else, you like extra work anyway. And so like, <laughs> like you go search it on Stitcher or Amazon or audible or wherever you're at like you like more work if you're on spotify or apple scroll down into the show notes click it subscribe you're there or don't do i sound mad i'm trying to sound mad yeah we're aggressive yeah i'm angry at you we have a guest today let's just a very special guest a and very special guest that was supposed to be here oh do you want to get into it like, like right now before we introduce or I'll go ahead. You can introduce him. Let us welcome formally to our show the last, not the last best, but just last, last best, best conversation, conversation, which is a great name. <clears throat> not that I'm biased. Welcome, Skylar Morgan. Skylar Morgan of Skylar Reads. Yes. Um, American Barbarians. Yes. And your own 
paint painting business, which I, I don't know then. There was no, um, I did, it was Skylar, or what is my, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't uploaded yeah. in about a year. Yeah, yeah, like so. a brand Okay, so you shouldn't feel bad, Joe. No, no, forgetting that, know. I was like, that's a deep cut. Nice work. <laughs> Thank you. So welcome. Yeah. He actually knows your blood type, your parents' names. Like, he, he has a link at the FBI. So. From Billings, Montana, born at... <laughs> You've been doing, I mean, also you've been doing a good job on social media. So, you know, we see the stuff that you put out. I try to stay active. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, uh, Mm -hmm. it's all you can do. I feel lately is that's the game, right? Yeah. Play it. Try to play it well without your mind exploding from too much content intake and all that too. Like, uh, yeah, that's tough though. Um, so yeah, you were supposed to be here last week. Caught the plague, not mm-hmm. the not the popular one though. Just like my own yeah, special one. Yeah, you you invented your own <sighs> one. The, the rumor that I made up, I want to know if it's true. Oh, that we got from Varsity Blues. It, yeah, which I didn't <laughs> do on purpose. You made I, that connection. I didn't. I didn't know that that was the. I didn't know that was the thing. I think we were making a, some sort of funny jokes about. I don't know. I could. Yeah. Pick, I think I could picture you playing football. So the basically. Rumor, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, and then the, Varsity Blues came up, and then that famous scene that i can't get out of my mind where they spit in each other's mouth i still, mouth. Can't, oh I can't, I still can't even remember the scene but anyway i just said well somebody said yeah it's a rumor i made up that the reason you weren't on the podcast is because people were spitting in your mouth i mean i'm a nice guy but i don't know if i'm that nice <laughs> okay okay so the rumors are i can't confirm nor deny however mm-hmm. i'm going to deny for the sake of my mouth <laughs> okay, on, so nobody's spitting in your mouth. On behalf of my mouth, I would like to say no. <laughs> um, no oh, you. wait, wait. It brings me to my first question: mm-hmm. Has anyone ever spit in your mouth? Well, not not intentionally. Oh, but unintentionally. I, Is there a story behind that? Well, I mean, you know, you talk to you know granddad or somebody, and they got that little yeah, spittle sitting yeah, on the side, yeah. and you, it launches. You try to catch like, it as it comes. You're, like, you're just like, oh, I got it. I don't want to wipe it up. It's like a, and you just eat game it. a pong for you, right? Staring <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did, however, I have spit in somebody else's mouth. Oh. Oh, um, okay, let's hear it. I, I was it was in high school. This is probably one of the meanest things I've ever done. So please don't judge me. I feel like I've grown. Oh, good, since then. good. We can, like, we can start off on a good. I like this is the first story though. <laughs> yeah, it's a good yeah, first impression. Like We're um um it's but it, I'm in Great Falls High High School. Uh, probably like uh, I was gonna say seventh grade. Jesus, like ninth grade, maybe tenth grade, maybe oh. a sophomore. And I'm sitting with my buddies, all the boys, before you go to homeroom in the morning. You know, waiting for school to start. And I feel this tickle in the back of my throat. And my buddy's talking to me. And he's just hanging out right here. And I'm like, oh, I got to sneeze. And then in my mind, instantly, it just goes, sneeze on his face. And I turn <laughs> over and I go, yeah, shoot. Like, like three inches from me. He's mid-conversation. And it's just. <clears throat> and he kind of looks at me and pauses. And like turns super red. And he's bigger than me. But he was yeah. a bigger dude, too. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. And so I'm like, I should probably run. Yeah. And so he starts chasing me like we're two, you know, we got crushes on each other right, in right, elementary right. school. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. He, he never actually caught me. And I didn't apologize for that until about maybe a year ago. Do you want to do a formal apology now? I would. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Mr. Seth Flayton, if you're listening to this from the bottom of my heart, I apologize for full out sneeze blasting you straight in the face before homeroom. Though it did help me grow as a person and I got to check that off my bucket list and it is list and it is one of the funniest memories that I have. I should not have done it. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Oh. Yeah. The best stories come from things you shouldn't have done. Right? <laughs> it's it's yeah. true. Yeah. It felt sincere, though, that p- apology. I would have taken that. I'd have been like, well, oh, okay. I t- yeah. we're Seth, just kids. Seth, if you don't accept that... <laughs> Come on, man. 
Like that would you know, like if, if somebody comes up to you and's like you're talking, have a good time, and they just right on right on the side of your face, can you ever forgive them? Like I mean, truly? Okay, here's here's what needs to happen. Because um, I mean, like like Doc Holiday would say, you know, it's not revenge he should be after. It, it's a reckoning. Mm. <laughs> so the next time Seth sees you in a bar, I say sneak up. Mm-hmm. And just, even if you need to manufacture a fake sneeze. It's got pepper in his pocket. And, everything. <laughs> yeah. and then just like, tap, tap, tap. Oh, yes. Actually, yeah. Just like right in his face and just like stand there and be like, you know why. You, you, you know why. What movie is that from? Oh, I don't oh, what, what happens in Vegas? You know why. What happens in Vegas? <laughs> That's the movie. I don't wish that on you, but if it did happen, I want to see it. Like, and I'd be like, "Oh snap!" Yeah. So, so Seth, the one feel bad. the one caveat we have is you have to have somebody filming. Yeah, if so not, we can see it. it is if the not, then it's wasted. That's just vicious. Then right. Then you're just being mean. And I would like to add, I um, when this happens, and I'm sure it will. Like, Uh-oh. it's only a matter of time. Oh, he's yeah. gonna hear this. Mouth will be open. I will have had my mouth spitting, so I'll, say, I'll then be able to come out and say yes. I have <gasps> right, fully, right, and had then my you check you check that off the bucket list, and then I get super sick. Yeah. <laughs> Self, oh my gosh, self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, right. That's creepy. Yeah, we've come full circle. Uh, the the next thing was Joe and I had a bet because you canceled the first time. I immediately went to fine. You know, like whatever, and you were sick, right? You had legitimate reasons. I've ne- I honestly from like I, I've. I barely get sick. I'm pretty tough like that. Like mm-hmm. I feel good. Mm-hmm. I got my ass kicked by right. this. I've never lost, lost, lost my voice. I'd like wake up in the morning and I was like, <clears throat> and I'd have to whisper to my girlfriend like, Whoa. hey, have a good day at work. And I was like, well, my career has ended now, obviously. Right. I don't right. have a voice and that's all I do. This is um, it for me. But it did. Like I do also owe you guys an equal apology for that. I Pride myself on not canceling. Oh. People flaking. I mean, I'll say it. I'll be. I have a strong opinion about things. Mm-hmm. If you flake on me, like I usually give you like one time, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, you're that person. You're mm-hmm. gonna do it once. You're gonna do it a thousand times. I'm not going to waste my time with this. Mm-hmm. Day of comes, I cancel. I'm like, they're gonna think I am what I think when this happens. Oh, and and I hate. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't. So that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, fine. Fine, he's just gonna, done. He's just gonna dirt bag on us all the time. Like that's what's gonna happen. And I was like, I was and like, Joe, nah. Joe had faith. I was like, nah. Joe there. had faith. So we made a little bet. I was like, he at least cancels one more time. And Joe said, nope, never. We're scheduling one more time, and he'll be here. Never. And, Joe, and so, so there you go. I have faith. But I just wanted. I I didn't yeah. want. Um, I didn't want you to find out. <laughs> that through someone else i wanted to tell you you like, want that to face like, to face yeah, face to face i get it you know almost the distance we could spit in each other's mouths <laughs> like i just wanted to tell you yeah i just thought in i thought yep, you're, you're just flaky it's understandable it's gonna happen but now but you've yeah. proven me wrong now i sure I like it. right like you're it. here now because yeah. if, if this was like the third time if we had canceled again and then you showed up i'd be questioning the flakiness how many times how many chances do you give though do you go? Oh, for we that would, third we'd have given you as many as it took because it, I think to me the more you uh, cancel on us, the funnier it gets when you're not here. <laughs> so it would have been fine. It would have been fine. And then when you finally got here, right, it would yeah. be great. But so now for you, you get to save face. Like I, I literally just need to say, hey, I'm sorry, I misjudged. Yeah. Um, uh, accept this formal apology from me apology for accepted. misjudging. I hope you feel better. I do. Right. Um, yeah. You're on the mend. Your voice sounds amazing. It's and still a, a full week later, and like I'm still doing a nasty neti pot through the nose, <laughs> and like my <laughs> warm ups are weird. Like there's certain registers that still aren't there mm. fully, and 
I don't know. I, I feel like I dug myself a hole. Like last, what is it? Last Friday, I got this. Uh, um, yeah, because it was Monday. That was the podcast, or supposed to be the podcast, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Friday, it's Friday night. I've been taking opera lessons, singing lessons, classically training, you know, singing in Italian, doing all the right things. Cool. Just to put, you know, just to grow the voice some. Mm-hmm. And it was going well. But I felt this, like, itch in the top of my nose. I'm like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. I go in there, and we really belt it out. I have a couple of whiskeys, you know, afterwards and all this stuff, and I sing. And then go to my, I go to do a podcast after that. Talk for two hours there. Still kept feeling like shit. Have a couple of fine pilsners. I had a, had a mm. couple more drinks. It was nice. After that, my buddy calls me up. We're, we're kind of like an experimental band. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just making music. We're jamming. Mm-hmm. He goes, dude, you want to jam? I go, of course I want to jam. So I go and I sing and I scream till about three o'clock in the morning. Hey. That was the last time I spoke. Like the <laughs> cold kicked in a little bit. My voice was like, hey, what'd you do last night? The whiskey, the alcohol. And I, I learned a tough lesson. I, I, my God, I've never, never not had a voice. It's scary. Like I couldn't communicate and then mm-hmm. I get flustered immediately. I'm like, did you, <laughs> did you wear a whiteboard or a chalkboard around your neck? I should have. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would help. Yeah. That, that would definitely help. Help. Just draw a heart. <laughs> yeah. Happy to see you. I'm or really sad not. face. You know, you get dinner and you just draw a sad face on it. Mm-hmm. made you dinner. Look down at the like, mail. Sad like, face. No. Push the plate away. <laughs> mm, I don't like it. <laughs> I wish I could kind of do that when I do have a voice. Sort of like giving her like a mean look. Just like, it seems easier. Just uh, sad, droopy face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Closed eyes, X's over the eyes, dead. So, so maybe this is a product we should come up with is just like an emoji shirt. Yeah, maybe like that a if hat. You, you, if show your app, feelings. Right. And mm-hmm. so like you can just... There's an app on your phone. You can just show people what you're feeling. Because we're all wearing masks. Well, not in Montana. All over the place. I had a VA appointment. You have to wear your mask the whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, this would be a good way to show emotion. And Joe and I had this great conversation. Like, it's it's been an evolution of the English language to bring in emojis. Uh, us old people kind of didn't like it when it first came around. But now, like, you text, you can't read emotion unless somebody puts a cryy face at the end or mm. or a lol face a winky face like right. oh they're just kidding oh they're just right. they're just that's sarcasm it really oh. does help convey convey what you put into written text the, right. the intent or whatever of it right it's it's fascinating one day it dawned on me do you think those hieroglyphics or emojis back back in the day on the walls of the pyramids and stuff it's kind so, of basically uh, what we're looking at right same, right same. i think i think that along those lines right because it's not like a written word it's symbols representing things which is what emojis are emojis are more emotion yeah and so i think the hieroglyphics more i, I haven't done any studying this is brian like <laughs> you know but I, I would say that they're you know they're um yeah pictures depicting more than just emotion they're they're depicting word but yeah probably the first emojis yeah kind of interesting to think about like oh wait that's a bird with his left wing in the air instead of the right that means they're getting married (laughs) (laughs) and they're enjoying the marriage it was it was rainy you know like (laughs) like, what (laughs) how does it mean that three lines with a cross through it means rainy with a little snow (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how did how did they even like how do they even know that what they interpret the hieroglyphics for now is right i know that there was like a stone there was a rosetta stone that had like multiple things on it so they could help translate yeah they found that but like still a lot of guessing it's a civilization right right yeah like how can we ever truly know yeah i don't think there's anyone living 
left from that. It's like trying to talk to a younger person. You're like you're talking in hieroglyphics. <laughs> and so, so do you feel Get that it. even though we said like having emojis has evolved the English language, do you think it's a de-evolution then? Well, there's a constant de-evolution um, to hide things from the powers that be. You know, when you were young, that's when we made up, you know, bad meant good. You know, we were copying and we would take things to try to confuse the authorities, our parents and what have you. Um, and so that's what's happening today. It, it, there, there's always going to be young people who are trying to say things that they don't want us to know. Mm. Mm. And they're going to make a little bit of language. a code. Yeah, a little like, bit of a code. And to differentiate ourselves from each other, kind of like we did from the British. You know, we didn't want to sound so bougie. So we were like, we took like every word that sounded cool and we we're like, how can we make that sound like crap? <laughs> and also like spell it horribly. How can we make that all backwards and nonsense? Because we don't like the British and that come, that's a British yeah. word. Well, you got to be different. That's yeah. part of being young too. It's like, no, I don't want to be like that. I want to be yeah. different. I don't want to wear, yeah. I don't want to wear a white curly wig and tights. I want to like live in the woods and fight bears. That was what America was all about. Right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I heard. Most definitely. By the way, maybe you can confirm. I might have just read this off of some kind of bullshit thing. I heard those wigs were worn because of rampant syphilis. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yep. <laughs> and so, yeah, the um, the people that were doing that were the, the rich people first. Mm -hmm. So they had rampant, you know, STDs. And so, but then, you know, as poor people do they wanted to copy yep. so they just started wearing the wigs as a fashion they didn't realize interesting that. oh I need, I need syphilis to make this real more deception yeah. and probably yeah. the rich people are like do you even have syphilis yeah. or are you just wearing the wig oh have you gotten this season's gonorrhea right like somebody somebody like oh. has a gucci bag now and people are like oh well what is your annual income like yeah. seriously is that a real gucci <laughs> same thing with the wigs they were just like that's not a real wig yeah, haters. Like you definitely always. don't have an STD from like not taking care of yourself. <laughs> oh my, how darling! She still has her hair. <laughs> I talked to <laughs> Tiffany, and she is fine. You do not have it. Well, and like the the powder with it, I know that that was some form to like keep down like itchiness as well, right? Keep the like, bugs away, right? And all of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you feel okay. back then were gross? Say, say you're one of those people, and you're gross, and you happen mm -hmm. to be richer, and you get. You know what's going around town. You're, you're mm -hmm. fashionable. Mm -hmm. You're trendy at the time. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Would that wig become a burden? Like I like being bald. I don't do it because I I yeah. I mean I would grow a fro if I could, but it's a lot of maintenance. It's time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. do some things. You do. You got beautiful hair on you. Like I'm sure you gotta like do a thing and all this. Yeah. The I, wig. I, I wear feel a like hat. Be a lot. Yeah, yeah, hats yeah. are legit. And so, like, the wig would be a lot. It's hot. Yeah. It makes the back of your neck hot when it gets so, you know, on a hot day. It's always kind of greasy and sweaty. Well, what were they making the wigs out of? Uh, maybe Ooh. other people's hair. You know what I mean? I think it's poor, so was think that it's poor also, people's hair. Right. Like, did they just <laughs> go, like, scalp hair. people? Or were they? was it out of, like, wool? Ooh, Something me, synthetic? You, you should look up. You Something guys not you guys discuss made out of. Probably less comfortable than what we could produce today, I'm going to assume. Oh, without a <laughs> doubt, <laughs> right? right? Like you see um, the, even just like movies remade for like the Revolutionary War, right? And you see like the pants and boots and coats and whatever they were wearing. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that'd be cool. And itchy, right? <laughs> and not breathable. Like we and have under armor musty. now, you yeah. know, like like moisture wicking underwear. Have you seen the the Saks S A A X? No underwear for men. No. Yeah, they something they, brand new. They, well, it's been around for a while, four or five years maybe. But like mm -hmm. it's uh, they've they've got a pocket 
for your jubblies. Oh, I have a knockoff of that. Oh, okay. And I call it my cock pocket. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I have to have underwear with a cock pocket. <laughs> yeah. Because like it's, first off, why is this just happening? Should have been happening a billion fucking years ago. Mm -hmm. It's just easier mm -hmm. to not have it like, you know, the way it was compared to the way it could be. Right. I'll put it like that. Right. And so we have this stuff and they had like wool pants that they Ugh. never they never washed. What do you got on the wigs? So wigs Ooh. in the 17 and 1800s were normally crafted using horse, goat, or human hair. Now, according to historians, the wigs made from animal hair were especially hard to keep clean and attracted lice. Mm. <laughs> so if you could afford it, oh, it was wow. human hair. Wow. How creepy. I mean, I, I get it. Like, if you don't have hair, you got alopecia, you want a nice wig. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get a human-haired wig. That would make sense. But to, like, just procure human hair and like, I'm going to wear this on my head. <laughs> right. Uh. Yeah, when you actually break it down. So you see somebody with like suffering from cancer and they have a wig like all, by all means, like make your life comfortable and so you don't stand out and I'm sure you get like all these questions like especially if you're a female like why are you bald or, right. or you know you, your, your eyes are sunken and you're bald they don't even Look at you, right? You go like around. We being, don't have. I don't want to have the cancer conversation. Yeah, and neither does Weird. the person with cancer. Right? Like they've already had it thirty times, and so definitely get the wig, make it look as realistic as possible. Avoid a lot of that. But when you think about it, it's like this was on someone else, right? And like, what did they do with that hair? Yeah, somebody had multiple showers, hopefully daily. Hopefully. And, and they were using a, a good conditioner with no mm. parabens or whatever and sulfates and all pa those parabens. things. Is it parabens? Something like that. Parabolins? Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I was reading my shampoo this morning and I'm like, I don't even care if this is in it because I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Like parabens or something. It's yeah. relatively new to me. And yeah. I was like, well, I've been going my whole life washing with parabens. I didn't okay. even know I didn't need this. But thank you, shampoos. <laughs> Does that wig have parabens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smell it. But but Full yeah, goat. so they, they'd be they'd be gross because then it's the same thing. Like if you if you get like a, a organ transplant, mm -hmm. you know, like that was then like inside them, and then you're putting it inside you. I just got a great idea. Not What's to, that? Not uh -oh. to not to um, yeah. That's a <laughs> not to cut you off with. No, it's okay. <laughs> Let's get it. Gross organs inside you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but they keep you alive. I just thought of a good business <laughs> idea. Like I'm gonna grow my hair out, right? And then I'm going to like get an Instagram for just my hair. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be like, you know, once it gets to a certain length, I'm going to turn it into a wig, cut it off, turn it into a wig or send it to somebody. I'm not going to turn it into a wig, but I'm going to then try to take it to all of the concerts where you would do head banging and be like, this hair is special head banging hair that went to go see Ozfest, that went to go see all these special things. Uh, right. It right. has went through right. the motion. I want to, I want to try to create a boutique industry. You, for have, this. you have a unique Instagram for each wig you sell because you can only sell them like once every year and a half. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and so you this build this channel, yeah. and it's all about what the hair's been through. So the mm -hmm. person that buys the hair, yeah, you then also sell them the Instagram. Yeah, it's their Instagram. So then now. they can like, whoa, cherish right? where that hair's been. Right. Add to it. Right. Be like, now we've now we're seeing Metallica on their new tour. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And it, like this has been to the Bahamas, and yeah. you know maybe you had a <sighs> a. a, a a friendly partner. All, right? I mean, at first I'm like, yes, but when you put it like that, I feel like, I don't know if I'm ready to play God, you know, just create, the, <laughs> create this whole life form being. and yeah. then just have it go off and do uh, other things. So the, the first, I the get first, sweaty just thinking about it. What if they go to bands like, that you don't like? 
Yeah. Oh, what right. if something happens tonight? You wouldn't tonight? buy it. You wouldn't buy it. They end up listening no, 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 to no, like you buy it, and then you watch on that Instagram, and whoever you sell it to, yeah. is going to all these bands. That oh, you can't they're stand. taking you. They're taking your hair. Yeah. Once you yeah. sold it, though, there's nothing you can do. True. You know, but it still you, hurts you, your heart. You, oh, like, yeah. I didn't want yeah. you there. I didn't want yeah. you at this. Mm-hmm. Barney yeah. live in concert was not <laughs> what this is intended for. Barney yeah. on ice. Get my <laughs> hair out of there. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can feel that somehow. The, the, I can feel the phantom pain in my hair. The first time I heard of something like this i had a friend this is 2004 i was in i was in the army and um he was kind of a a nerdy friend and he played uh world of warcraft no 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 what's the online one is it world of warcraft i think it is yeah okay wow so yeah wow he 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 played world of warcraft and all for one year he built up this character and then sold the thing for fourteen hundred dollars oh yeah i've heard of that because there's rich people that don't want to spend the time to like do the little side Mm-hmm. You know, thousands of hours. And, right, 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 right. They want to be able to get into a character that can fight the, the you know, whatever dragon. Uh, I don't know. What, yeah. I've never played the game, but like, and so he would. That was a whole side gift for, for him, and he would do like four characters at a time. It's all wow. he spent his time doing when he wasn't like working at the army, mm-hmm. um, and he'd make an extra ten grand a year. Nice side hustle, right? And if you enjoy it. Right, and he loved the game. Yeah, love it. And he liked the side missions and oh, like, okay. oh, go catch the bunny. You know, whatever. I don't know what they do. <laughs> no, <laughs> to go catch the bunny. Catch the bunny. <laughs> Jump down the hole. <laughs> now, times, do guys. you... I have... I take issue with somebody who would purchase. I'm not saying the dude shouldn't sell them. Do right. your thing. Hustle. Yeah, I love that yes. guy. I, I judge. I don't like the guy that buys. I judge. The guy that sells, work it. Yes, yes. Right? do it. Get like, that. Make like, that pay. Make it. Mm-hmm. The guy that buys it, don't talk to me, yeah. right? Like just straight up. Like, you don't. You don't deserve that character. You're cheating. Yeah. You're cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, like, hope, I hope he charged you double. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure they still do it. I'm sure they do it with you know um, Call of Duty and and other games like that. Has people, to be. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole. There's a whole. There's like a whole industry. I I went to uh, accidentally. I was at a um, big um, computer gaming. Um, thing over in Dublin. I didn't know it was happening. Just a lot of people happened to be there for that and staying in my same hostel. So I was oh. like basically talking to a bunch of nerds from all over the world there, you know, and I was like, hey, what do you, my bunk mate was always working on his thing and I just asked him about it and he's like, well, I'm working on the software that creates this place where, you know, those swords or characters that you would buy, well, you keep them in this thing then. I'm, I'm creating that thing. Oh, I was like, wow. <laughs> Oh. All day? Because I see you just all day. He's like, well, I'm programming certain things and creating certain opportunities, and then we're monetizing it this way. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize how dumb I was. <laughs> right. Oh, there's right. so much. That's like such an amazing, deep thing. Just all on his laptop, just numbers and letters and just understanding of the software. And Well, and, and like a recent podcast uh, from Joe Rogan, he, uh, I think the guy's name is Beeple. Or something, but this guy's created a bunch of artwork for NFTs. Okay, and so he's like this year he made a hundred million. He sold a hundred million dollars worth of artwork for NFTs, which I don't. I still like. I haven't finished listening to the podcast. I still don't really understand what NFTs are. Um, digital th- th- things. Um, that gain in value. Yeah, it's like the new thing. It's right? almost the same thing we're talking about. It's like the new Bitcoin almost. In but like a more of an investor right. sort of way. Right, and so when they start talking about this, I feel like you, when he started talking about like he's building this software to keep your players in, like, what? There's a whole world out there that I don't <laughs> even like, I don't even understand. We're just learning to string our 
bow and arrow. <laughs> right. I feel like. Yeah. like sometimes I can make fire. And Actually, it's good. This year I learned how to make fire from like a stick, a stick and bow, and like yeah, the old way. I learned that this year, so that's where I'm at. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you say that these people are like super smart and all that stuff. Leave them outside for a second. They have all this, this wealth of useful information, but when it gets cold, you're the smartest guy in the room. Oh, right. You can right. make the fire. You can do the things. Like, so what, is, what kind of knowledge holds value? Yeah. I mean, if they're within <laughs> Wi-Fi shot of anything, them. They could just call an right. Uber. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is but like, if not, yeah, I think, you know, Brian yeah, would have if, the upper if hand. If we had, like, a, a huge, what are those bombs called to just take out the power? Oh, uh, EMPs? Yeah. EMPs. So, if, like, a, a huge EMP happens, the whole, all of North America goes down, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for a year, we have to wait. I don't know what happens. Like, I don't even understand that. Right? Let's just say for a year, we have no power. Yeah, we have no power for a year. Got to rebuild that okay. system. Takes I'm time. good. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. Right? Like, I can help people. I can, like, train them. I can, I can do that kind of stuff. That's not going to happen. So in, say, the, in, the, in the real world that we live in, like, they're the dudes. Yeah, <laughs> it's it not, works. It's they're, not they're, me, right? they're killing it. Yeah. He's getting yeah. the $100 million. <laughs> right. Yeah. He sold his artwork for $100 million. We're still looking for our first 200 followers on our podcast, right? It is, like, you know, so. yeah. I, I, it's, it's sad. I, under, I understand that is the reality of things. But also there's this, like, I feel like there's a detachment. Uh, when you're living online, like social media, all the stuff that we do, you're mm-hmm. always on this, you know, the black mirror, you're looking into this phone into and all this phone, stuff, yeah. doing, hanging out with people. You might not be having conversations with people at the table in front of you, but uh-huh. you might be having a hundred conversations with friends all over the place. You seem yeah. detached, but you're not, you're in a different world. Mm-hmm. But when you're forced to only be in this world and in, in this, like what's going on right now in Montana, it's cold. Yeah. It is, you could be driving yeah. someplace and something happens. You slide into the ditch and you don't have cell service and the, it's so cold outside, your batteries are going to be dead in 20 minutes and you have to make it mm-hmm. to somewhere to do a thing. Like you have to have this real world um, attachment to have like the, you can't just hop in the car and go and do the thing. Like maybe put some blankets in the car, maybe bring some extra water, maybe prepare for A, B and C. Mm-hmm. And I make, I feel like living here, it kind of keeps you tethered to the real world a little more mm. than as like when I lived in Texas and it was 70 degrees in the winter time oh, and yeah. you could just live in this oasis of an online world. You kind of feel invincible in places like that. Yeah, like you don't have to worry yeah. about anything, yeah. you know, it's fine. Well, when it snowed, was that last year, the year before when it snowed in Texas, like almost all the way down to Mexico. Oh yeah. Last year, like, had it issues. was last year. Right. They like, were reminded. Like they had issues. There was uh, this guy that, Oh, this is, I'm going to try to make this easy. There's a, a ice fishing channel I follow. They make a, a fishing poles. Okay. And so the guy that brought them that idea, he lives in Texas. He, he helped invent ice fishing poles, lives in Texas, <laughs> right? Okay. But he became really popular because the news even showed up. He was ice fishing in Texas, oh. right? There's <laughs> some little pond product. on like a, a, a golf course or something, right? And oh, he goes man. out and he drilled a hole and, and he caught some fish live on the news and like it's kind of key that's like the key these days is like to try to get them both in balance you know like so if you can show and maybe even let in this case showcase or teach something that is like it forces you to engage with the real world you know like the weather (laughs) comes and you have to pay attention because it's like hey guess what you could die you could have a bad bad day you're gonna have a bad day (laughs) but then if you like 
if you can show people who aren't used to that in a digital format, like you say, connecting with people all over the world in a way that's like, you know, kind of new these days, mm-hmm. that's a cool thing. Like all of a sudden that gains a lot of popularity because I think a lot of people have that, like that yearning to be, engage more with what, whatever real life is supposed to be. And, and, you know, a lot of, you know, we, we, we think we want to be in the digital world, but now the, the younger people that have just grown up within a digital world, never having that detachment, like we did maybe if we're in our, around our forties, yeah. um, they're, they're now yearning for, for that detachment. Yeah. You know, they're like, how do I just find something real? Like a every real world experience. Yeah. Everything. Why does everything in my life have to be about likes or hearts or thumbs downs or it's views? all consuming. It's it all be. consuming. Yeah. And well, can, which, which is why I like podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's how, how often do you take time out of your life to have a legit conversation? Like, like realistically, I'm not, this isn't supposed to be insulting or anything. The three of us planning a day, to come to Albanco with with no microphones and just have an hour and a half, two hour conversation. Have a little chin wiggle for a while. Like, right. Yeah. Like, the very and so idea. this gives us an excuse to have a real conversation, which is why I think podcasts are growing. Yeah, I guess because it's connection they, there. people may not like have their own conversations, but they can eavesdrop on ours. It's kind of nice. Right. I, I enjoy it. And like from, from, a, um, from another angle of the genuine conversation standpoint, mm-hmm. media will be like, they're like clickbaity, flash this, this is the blah, 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 this is how we're presenting it, and they put a, all this information into a five-minute video or a 30-second yeah. something. Like, yeah. the way we consume it sucks. And lately, I've been listening uh, to it. It's like a lab leak theory, but I was curious about it. I was like, let's hear what this MIT professor guy has to say about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's four hours, and it's just a conversation between two nerds, basically, that right. can speak the language, know what's going on, like historically in the area, how things have been, what could be, you know, it's just like in a, uh, something that I would never be able to wrap my brain around, especially not in 10, 15, five minutes. Like, right. Um, it's, it's not, it's nice just to sit there and listen. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm like on hour three and I'm, my attention is still there. Like I enjoy it. And that's the thing Mm -hmm. is like, um, there's no way all these political issues that, that the nation seems to be divided on can be handled in a, in a meme, right? Or a soundbite. Right? Yeah. Or, or a, yeah, 9, 30 seconds, even a minute if you're like an Instagram reel or something like, you can't fully discuss COVID in a minute. Mm-hmm. But everybody's getting their information that way. Yeah. And basing their opinions on it. We, Joe and I had a, a, an argument a couple podcasts ago about the same thing. And when it came down to it, Joe was like, wait, like, where are you getting your information? I said, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Like, like conversations with people who are probably getting their information from like a, a, the headline of the news, uh, Joe Rogan, you know, like I, I, I have no legitimate um, area to draw my information from that I can like. It's, it's not a high school research yeah. paper where I, I can cited have. my information here, here, and here. Right, like, right. I can't cite my information. I can't cite it. But that and, was, an, it, was so, it. But it took us a long time to figure out that out because, like, we were having a, uh, a discussion. Yeah, we were on two different points of view, you know, and we were we were having trouble understanding each other. And so, 
I my my thing is to just try to figure out well where's this misunderstanding come from? We're both speaking English, mm-hmm. you know. We're right. both we're both nice. We like each other. We, You're not enemies you know, by we're any not enemies. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're we're having a good. We're recording this conversation for entertainment purposes, even you know. Right. So, right. and then and then it took me a while, and I was just like, and then I had to ask these questions because I didn't know. And then it it occurred to me like, oh well, maybe let's check to see where both of us are coming from. Like where are where is our pool of information that we're getting this from? Mm-hmm. Like what is our experience? You know, and so let's just talk about that for a while, even though it's kind of boring, you know, sometimes, but it like, it illuminated where that, where that disconnect was coming from. So then we go, oh, well, we'll shoot. Well, let's talk about this for a little while, or at least we know that and mm-hmm. we can move on noticing like, okay, well, that's the way um, Brian deals with this information. And here's the way I deal with this information. No big deal. Just different. Right. Right. I, I feel like that's another form of intelligence. You know, we spoke about that a little bit earlier. The ability... Because the way we consume that the media, when you and then you make your opinion in one minute, uh-huh. and you're angry, and then you're just then it's yelling and no more listening. You took the time, mm-hmm. you're like why? Why do I feel different? How? Yeah. How come? Mm-hmm. Like, am I out there with a lab coat and papers and testers doing mm-hmm. my tests myself? Yeah. I'm like, am I right or am I wrong? Why do you think that way? That is almost rare nowadays. Right. Like, it's just easy to be mad because they they I, you need to. I don't know, let's do this popular. Wear the mask and all that yeah. stuff. Like it's yeah. either this or that. And I don't like you if you're on the opposing side. Yeah. You it's know, not, well, and that, so I think that's also like, I don't want to like put anybody down, but it's kind of laziness, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's way easier if you don't have to get invested and you can just be uber emotional one side or the other. You can pretend like you care, pretend like you've done the research, but you don't really have to. You can go back to just liking your grandma's post, right? Like yeah. you don't have to do all yeah. the research because it is difficult, especially with, uh, I, I don't want to go down this train, but you know, like Google owns a lot of things. So if you try to YouTube something right now, they may not even let you get that full information. Right. And so you, then you have to go to a different web browser and see what that's pulling up. And, and like, that's a lot of work. I'd just rather yeah. like somebody just tell me what to believe and I can go on. Right? Like, that's just easier. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I that think willful ignorance or whatever. And, yeah. I, and I think, uh, um, I, w- I was just thinking about this earlier today, just this, um, and it's like, uh, our society kind of like, um, encourages this. So it's like, so, uh, uh an easy example is music. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say, I really like this type of music. Like, let's say I really like country music and I say that to a group of people. Well, it seems to me, I've been noticing that even if I say that, someone will take offense that I like this music. Mm -hmm. Or if I say, I really, really like Dave Matthews or I really, really like pop music, specifically by Taylor Swift. Someone will say, someone will get angry at that and be, and be like, oh, well, that's not real music. And mm-hmm. they'll take offense to my liking of something. When I didn't say, because I like this, I don't like what you like. And I think what you like is bad. And, if right. the, and because you like it, you're also bad. No, punk rock is awesome. Yeah. Taylor Swift sucks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Like, you know, punk, right. punk rock is real music. You know, all that corporate bull crap. And mm-hmm. like, there's now this animosity. And I was just kind of, I was just kind of ruminating on that. And I was like, what? Where does that come from? That's like, and, interesting. And I see and, it, and I see it like in nearly every subject you bring up. Like, why can't why can't I just disagree with Brian and, and without hating what he thinks? Mm-hmm. I can I can I can value what he thinks, which I do, even though it's completely different from me. I value oh, that he thinks that. Say, even though it's completely wrong, <laughs> it's wrong. That's right. Yeah, yeah, even, even though it's completely wrong, I still like that you have an opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I totally. I mean, that's 
That is weird. And I do that. I do that all the time. Like I, I'm open about this disagreement mm. and I am strong and I will, I will ride this until I die. Yeah. I don't like Metallica. I don't yeah. understand it. I've listened to it. I, I, people are like, Metallica is my favorite band. Instantly. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, like, I you, judge a lot of things. A lot right, of them, like, right. huh. but also I don't mm-hmm. deny that. I mean, they have a worldwide massive following. They have to have talent. They have. They went through the tours. They learned the things. Like they are skilled professionals at the top of their class. They're just not my flavor. Yeah, and if right. you wear a Metallica shirt, I'm like, cool. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to borrow your shirt, but <laughs> I, cool, cool shirt. I'm glad you're yeah. wearing one. I but. have a difference of opinion, and and that difference of opinion is about something that is. Um, doesn't really have a black and white like music, you know what very I mean? Subjective. Like very subjective. Very subjective. And but on the other hand, <clears throat> without opinions and really strong opinions, I don't think we'd have what I would call quotes. Higher quotes here. Good music. You know, I agree. I think Miles, Miles Davis said something. I'm going to paraphrase the heck out of him. Sorry, Miles Davis. Um, if you're listening, if you're listening, um, he said something to the to, to the effect that there is a difference between a good note and a bad note. And it's it's what your preference is, you know. So like, if mm. you think it sounds sour and or bad, that's what it is. But to somebody else, maybe they like it. With that undertone, that eerie undertone yeah. is speaking to my soul. Well, yeah. So so I can't relate to the music part, even though like I, I was in choir in in high school. All right, mm-hmm. but uh, I can relate. Food, okay. food is so very, subjective. Very right. Subjective. You mm-hmm. you can you can make. Uh, uh, well, we did the the turkey cook off, right? And so, like, yeah. some one person can like the thicker crust, like yours was, and one person could like mine. And we were in different ballparks, right? Yeah. And but but it's totally subjective. It doesn't mean one's better than the other. But then there's a there's a point where it's like, dude, that's burnt toast. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, there, there <laughs> might is be better than there the might other. be because you can find two people that love toast that is like black and yeah. burnt mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's good yeah those just guys, because you found some people on your side those guys also listen to punk rock but go ahead <laughs> right right or metallica just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> so i think the same way though like, so i have to go down the metallica route real quick okay is because i used to really like metallica okay and there's a song uh that so this is frustrating for me my phone i only listen to things on spotify but because i have an apple when I get into my vehicle, Apple iTunes picks up. Ah. And so years ago, I downloaded the the Metallica orchestra when you, when you, when they played with the orchestra. And so sometimes I get in my my truck and it'll start playing, give me fuel, give me fire. And it's like this, this you know, orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, 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 when you're bringing it up, I'm like, you know, there's some songs that really like pump me up about Metallica, but LimeWire... And and Spotify <laughs> and everything else, right? Like, yeah. that soured, e- including me. Like, even when I'm listening to this song that I used to, like, jam out to and get excited about, I'm like, yeah, but you were kind of douchebaggy about, like, <laughs> getting your music out there. Oh, yeah. You learn more about their backstory. Right. And you're just like, meh. And so I'm kind of glad most artists I listen to, I don't follow like what they do in life because it would like totally affect the way, because I'm in complete agreement with you now. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I see somebody in a Metallica shirt, I'm like, me. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no that, that kind of ignorance I enjoy. Um, one of my all-time favorite bands, I don't know if you guys have heard them, kind of weird music. It's called, or their band is called Say Anything. Oh, I know Say Anything. They've been around for a while. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I would burn their CDs and just listen to them. I had no idea what he looked like, didn't know the names of them, because, I mean, I didn't have an album and all that, and I didn't go Google it, or, like, it never came across my mind. I'm just like, I absolutely love, I love this sound. 
And, it, it, you know, it, I listened to it for years. And so I get this chance. I live in Austin. Say anything's on tour. They're older now, yeah. you know, but they're still doing a thing. Yeah. I'm buying tickets. I'm going to go see one of my all-time favorite bands. Right. And I went there, and I had a great time, and they played all the jams that I wanted to hear. And like I was like, oh, this is everything I thought it was going to be. Awesome. And then I leave, and they're standing outside his tour bus. Yeah. And I see him. His name's Max. I, uh -huh. I, I've learned this since. And he's standing there, and there's a guy in front of me, and he's talking to him. I'm a huge fan. Like, I was this, you know, all this, all the stuff that I want to say. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then the dude leaves. And Max and another dude look at me for a second. And I made this like choice not to engage because uh -huh. they say, you know, don't meet, never meet your heroes because right, they're right, never right. what they, and yeah. I'm like, no, I have you in my brain the way I want it to be like perfect yeah. forever and ever and ever. Yep. I don't want to change it. What if he goes, Hey, you're the last dude here. Come on the bus. Yeah. And I come on the bus with him and I have the worst time ever. Or Ugh. maybe I have the even, like, I just, I don't want to change it. So I'm not going to. The fact that I looked him in the eyes and came so close, I'm like, oh, wow, there he is. Right, right. Good enough for me. Cool. Yeah. yeah like, yep. I don't know. Didn't want to ruin it. Kind of a weird story. but No, no, but I, I, I definitely agree with you. I've met some people that, like, I've only known through social media or something like that. And, uh, sorry, when my phone rings, it just started ringing. It rings in my hearing aids. Oh. So I can't hear, <laughs> I can't hear myself when that happens. You so have I had, Android, I had to wait man. I had to wait till I silenced my phone there. But I, I, so I've met some people that like on Instagram or social media, I've liked them and then I meet them in person. I'm like, mm, it would have been better <laughs> unfollow, right? Like, like you leave their opinion. presence and you just go, yeah, unfollow. Yeah. I met this one guy that he was always kind of riding a horse. He was a, a hunter and kind of rancher. And then I met him and he complained. He doesn't know me. Right? He complained about everything. I talked to him for like 16 minutes. I didn't even really get to say anything. He just complained. Oh, shipping. Oh, COVID. Oh. Just a big it, negative name. Just like, I've tried to do this. I can't get arrows. And he, like, I'm supposed to be getting free arrows and I can't get them. And it just, he just complained about everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you seem so much more positive on Instagram. <laughs> Unfollow. <laughs> that, like you're, that you're fake totally, face you're totally fake, man. Yeah. You're, you're a miserable. I almost wanted to like later, like leave a card with like the suicide hotline number. Oh God. Because Ooh. I was just like, dude, like you, I can't believe that you're this depressed. It goes, yeah. it shows where his headspace is. Like oh. you could be looking at that from, you know, positivity or, you know, being a positive person is, is a mindset. Like the world could be falling, you know, like, well, at least I'm still wearing shoes. Like, right. I don't right. know. Um, but to look and to notice that like, oh, this is annoying and this sucks and this sucks and you get hyper-focused on it to let that consume you is a very slippery slope and dangerous. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's off-putting, isn't it? Right. Well, and yeah. I, like I, walking up to this guy, he has, you know, 20, 30,000 followers on Instagram, which is like a, a micro or macro influencer. He gets free camouflage. He gets a free bow. He gets free arrows. So like um, people pay to like have him go out and hunt and take mm -hmm. pictures with dead animals. He must be and a I'm positive like, guy. Like, like this, this is what a lot of people aspire to be. You're in that position, and somehow you're still like so negative. Ugh. Yeah, and so I think what I, all of that to say, I think you made the right move mm -hmm. because even if they, if you'd have just said, "Oh, I'm your biggest fan," and he just kind of went, "Oh, great," mm -hmm. you, you'd have, you'd have been like like putting that in your brain. Wait, did he not like the way my voice sounded? Did he not like the way I looked? Does he not care at all? Should I have said more? Right, like, or I or if he went great. 
yeah. oh, you're my favorite fan, you know, or something like mm-hmm. that. Then you, it would have changed things, you know. And so, but you had control by just looking him in the eyes. I was close. I could have. That was cool. Felt a little creepy though. I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Your area. Ooh. Yeah. Actually, uh, Melanie follows his wife on Instagram, and so like she, she's like she would update me all the time. You know what I mean? On the regular. So like I'm kind of, kind of aware of his life, you Uh know? And I do, I used to cover one of his songs. Great song too. I want to hold your hand. That one? Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah. Love that song. I think that's like, I am. I think it's called the Say Anything. It's like this one of his most popular ones, right? Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, So good. But what I wanted to say is you had, you did have really good, I can confirm that you had good instincts because that guy has like bipolar disorder. So uh, he's, he's, I've heard from what I've read, it's all over the place. He like, may have said something pretty off the wall. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a fascinating experience. And it goes like, there are a few things in my life that I am fine with. I'm content with where they are yeah. and I don't want to change them. And I don't want to take opportunities to change them. It's kind of nice just having it the way it is. I've got yeah. something to be happy about. It's always a fond memory. Uh-huh. If I get in my car and say anything, plays, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Uh, I enjoy yeah. this song. I've, I will hopefully enjoy it like that for the rest of my life. It's just, you know, everything else is on fire. This mixtape is also on fire. I'm going to listen to it. It's good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. It's weird. But it's nice to have, you know, that kind of baseline happiness to, to grow off of. And, yeah. for, and for anybody listening, um, a mixtape, <laughs> uh, back when we had cassettes, you used to record things and, and put them together for, you know, maybe somebody you had a crush on or you just wanted all your music in one place. Now how you make like a playlist on on Spotify or Apple iTunes. It was like that, but you had it in a physical form and you had to rewind when you had to go back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that. And then uh, earlier, uh, Skylar mentioned that he burned a CD and that's he didn't start it on fire. <laughs> That's how he put music. That's what you called it when you were taking a blank CD that had nothing, no information on it and putting information on it. It's called burning a CD. Yeah, also known as transferring files. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah. I didn't realize. I did. That's a dated term that's only going to become more and more dated as time goes on. Right. I yep. burned a CD. Like, right. Like, almost like burning books. What kind of creepy right? like, guy is this? Yeah. Like yeah. burning CDs. What, yeah. First, what's a CD? Yeah. <laughs> right. What about... Uh, I? I wore out. I wore out the needle on that song. Oh, oh right. No, that, no, that's your grandpa's stuff, man. Yeah. that's like I'd go sh- way back in the Rolodex for that. What one. needle? Like, way back He's there. shooting heroin to music. <laughs> it's a record, you guys. Well, now they're coming back out for the hipster crowd. Oh yeah, records are a big thing now. Yep. Um, yep. Who was it? Adele. I saw like put out like a hundred thousand vinyl records. Vinyl records. Like, like doing it old school. And, right. And oddly enough, it it's worth it. The the. It's it's the analog sound. You don't have the digital to analog conversion. There's mm-hmm. no loss, and there's there are music aficionados that think that the passion for music was born of the record and record player specifically. And when we got to the CD, even though it was easier, we didn't have that richness of sound. You know, <laughs> so like, can, b- can, can, hold on, yeah? can you imagine a record player in a car? Uh, <laughs> right like the cd what it brought us or, or yeah. the cassette or the a track yeah like that brought it mobility yeah you imagine going for a jog right with a vinyl record well, i mean back then, in the wagon and, behind and, you or something skip. <laughs> i didn't mean to like totally de- derail but when you said that i was like oh my goodness like cds 
I enjoyed because you could just have that big, huge, heavy folder in your car. Yeah. Oh, and God. flop it open and binder of I things. I mean, yeah. back in the record playing days, those cars were huge. You ever seen like yeah, one of those old? I, I think you could do it. I think you could do it. You'd probably fit it in there. Which might be like It'd another be wobbly, you know? niche. <laughs> we have the technology. Might be another niche thing to get into is like the record player that like is on record. your dash. You know, go talk to like SpaceX or something. Get some of these super nerds involved and make like a leveling system that can mm. that, the ultimate anti shock. Right. Just lay that bad boy on there. And yeah. Don't, 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 or whatever you know. Yeah. Oh. That's it. And if we bring that back. People will hear music again in its more true form, and they'll will have a new generation of musicians and creators. Right, because when when people first started like performing, they just had to have you know maybe maybe a similar venue to where we're at right now here at Albanco, where your sound could be heard everywhere. This one isn't like the greatest for acoustics, but you know what I mean. Like it's pretty small. Yeah, it's small enough, and so everything to become like famous musician before there was records. Mm-hmm. What? Right? <laughs> right? Like, how, right? how did you do that? You know? Made a lot of house and so, shows. so it was more like songs were famous, but not artists. Mm-hmm. And now it's, it's somewhat the other way. It, song and artist kind of go with each other. But it didn't used to be that way. The, the writer of the song may have been known, but you didn't know how that person sounded. You could be a famous musician and only know how to write music and not know how to, like, sing it or play it or anything like that. That's, it's, that's so fascinating how sometimes the universe lines up with this. Like, I'm doing these... Uh, uh, classical singing lessons and all this and my my teacher is like all up in arms over microphones <laughs> which is like, i'm gonna it's gonna be the cd record comparison here okay it's like you're looking at these opera singers and they're singing to people all the way in this giant amphitheater all the way in the back uh-huh. and they're able to just throw this squeal of voice and all these like yeah. sounds and all these things yeah that singers today first off you wouldn't sing into a microphone that way like you would be blowing yeah. people's ears out right yeah and, and there's it evolved into this new microphone level of singing where you can just get real close and you can yeah. sing you know that's where the crooner low came lows. from yeah it's just a different animal yeah and so now i'm trying to i'd like to be able to learn both maybe mix the two in a cool neat way uh-huh. but uh, i mean my assumption is since most people aren't trying to be classically trained they're just getting the equipment learning and kind of you know standing off the shoulders of the people that have been before them mm-hmm. to take it old school to the beginning to like be able to sing that hard old stuff that you had to like the alma decore that i'm learning in italian and all this stuff I just I find that fa- that that's what I nerd out for. That's yeah. I find that fascinating to try to right. try to get done. But there are haters. Like I like this opera singing. These microphones suck. No, these microphones are awesome. Opera sucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Choosing a side, getting yeah. angry at them. Which I, I feel is, is a safe segue. Um, maybe not the best segue, but uh, we haven't really devel- divulged. You know, kind of what you're into. We briefly. Right. Um, so we had your cohort on, another barbarian on already. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I brought up the fact that I don't set up the scheduling. And so there was just one barbarian on. And I was like, well, where's Skylar at? And yeah. those two, they the ones that scheduled it, not me. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, mad we, at we, you. we came up with ideas and, and on that <laughs> podcast that you're now no longer allowed in. Ugh. Right. Oh, yeah. Just, just so, to clarify. But, but um, now, go ahead. Just to clarify, James, uh, he would always say, I could just come on by myself. 
So like since he oh. all he always added that in, I was like, oh, maybe he just wants to come on by himself. Right. <laughs> I he, just, was, right. he was I t- hinting that towards me. I took no. it as a hint. Yeah. He, he'd be like, yeah, or he'd bring it up out of nowhere. Or we can, uh, yeah, we, like I could go on his podcast and you could go on his podcast. We go on them separately. And I'm like. He, he kept saying maybe, it. Maybe, hey. he, maybe he's just trying to get more coverage. Like, let's say that. He's yeah. trying to get more coverage. So mm. there's two podcasts, you know, to get you I guys get that. out there. And I also understand he's, he's starting his brand and or, he's doing some things. Or maybe he's and, just super selfish. Mm, I right? mean, hey, let him, let him do his thing. He wants to come talk to you guys. That's fine. I'll yeah. talk to you guys. You want us both on? It's fine. I can't. I w- like, I don't know. Maybe an older me or a different me would be upset at that. Like, uh-huh. feeling like I miss out. But I don't feel like anybody's enemies in this. Like no. Oh dang it! See, that's what I was hoping for. I was, <laughs> I was really trying. I was really trying to get you guys angry so that you were no longer our competition in Great Falls. <sighs> Getting the monopoly. Fine. Try harder. We'll, th- yeah. we'll think of something else. He also okay. said you were ugly. <laughs> well, and you smelled bad. He said those too. I did just recently Off. start wearing deodorant again. <laughs> that's like, a true story. Like, well, he has. <laughs> a, he has a did you go? Did you go all natural for a while? No. Well, here's the deal. I work from home. Mm. Oh. And I shower daily. So who am I impressing? Right. My girlfriend doesn't seem like she, I don't know if she smells. She's like, oh, she smells like a man. But I don't think I smell terrible. Like, I'm not going days. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I'd keep my deodorant in my truck, my one stick of deodorant. And uh-huh. if I was going to, like, a big function, I'd grab it out of the door before yep. I got in and put I it on. I have my emergency stick in my truck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. A- and uh, finally, one day, I was like, you know what? I should just put it on after I get out of the shower. Like a <laughs> regular human being. Like a regular I went years person. like this, mind you. Years. And so um, we went to Sam's Club four days ago, and I bought a lifetime supply of Gillette for yep. $5. Yep. <laughs> yep. Now I yep. have all the deodorant I'll ever need, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying it out. All right. I'm glad we brought up the smelliness. So, so maybe might he stink. won't complain next time. We fixed the problems. Yeah. I have, yeah. I I have a deodorant tip. Oh, what is it? It's um, I, I got away from deodorant because there's... Um, aluminum or something in it that Do you, you don't want that? silver nitrate that's why i got rid of it at first two it, years ago it, i actually get, i have sensitive skin too kind of gives me a rash every mm. every now and again i'll develop a rash under there and i'm like oh, dang it you know that's a pain in the armpit <laughs> and um pain in the pit and then i found this uh i was in like a health food store and i saw and it's just salt it's a and you can get them in, in different companies will make it but it's just basically a, a bar that's like kind of rounded over of salt and you're supposed to just as you're still kind of damp you maybe even damp the bar itself because it's just like i said like a salt lick almost it's just like a, like a bar solid of thing of salt and you just kind of salt up your pits and that that <laughs> you salt up you season your pits with salt New and definition take, of salty pits and it takes care of because of the natural properties of salt it takes care of the odor and I'm that, assuming, like, because the bacteria is part of the problem in there, right? So the salt doesn't let that bacteria come in. Oh, wreck. And it works well? I've been using it for years now. I use it every day. <sighs> and I, have, I haven't noticed. I've never been on another podcast and talked about how smelly you are. And so, right. <laughs> cool. and it so, works. And <laughs> I've noticed it, it, it works for, like, 24 hours. Like, I'll check. I'll do, like. You got to give yourself a sniff. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't want to be offending people. Right. So I'll sniff. Right. And I swear, about 24 hours, even a little more if I haven't been like walking around, you know, if mm-hmm. I'm just chilling, I just keep myself nicely seasoned with salt. So wow, I'd like to try it out because I... For all I'm, you cannibals out there. I don't... I, Jesus. <laughs> I'm ready. Consume me. <laughs> I, I don't like... I don't buy... If you go on the internet and you're like, things are bad for you. The, the paraben problems and all this stuff. <laughs> all that man-made the stuff. Aluminum, the metals in your armpits going directly into your body. You're mm-hmm. consuming the wrong kind of meat because that animal ate corn and all this okay. stuff. And like, yeah, you could really get yourself scared. What do you, 
where do you put your priorities? Do you do all of the things? And like, my dad does all the things. Is it certain people do? Yeah, yeah my, there's, my there's a family I know that, that moved out to Belt, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, 20 minutes uh, east of town. And they put up two greenhouses. And so all of their, they don't get produce from anywhere else because of that. Yeah, and, and some they people have, take they, control. They raise their own goats and pigs mm-hmm. and like they're self-sufficient, mm-hmm. you know. My dad doesn't um, go that far, but yeah. He'll, right, he'll, he'll but shop organic yeah. the best he can, all that sort of stuff. And I think about like my brother and my dad, um, they both have to have medicated deodorant because they sweat so bad. Mm-hmm. And then my brother put an addition onto it where he's allergic to his own sweat. Oh my God. And so what no. gives him a rash is his own sweat. And so he has to like stop it. And then when he like sweats overly, you know, cause you don't just sweat from your pit when he goes to like the gym and stuff, he has to use head and shoulders, like the dandruff stuff on his whole like body to like clean it off. And so I'm like, well, there, he has no choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's just going to be, a, a sweaty ball of whatever, or he's going to use medicated deodorant that's poisoning him slowly. I used to think I had sensitive skin. I'm going to stop describing my skin as sensitive now, knowing that Brian's brother exists <laughs> right. and right. he's allergic to his own sweat. Right. That's a whole new level. Right. Well, and oh, like that's that, a that's a, that took a while. Like he's so not many levels. <laughs> uh, he, he's got a couple of like allergies that I don't have. There's been times I've questioned if we have the same dad. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Maybe you're like twins, and you got all the good genes, and he's well, and he's like Danny no, DeVito. He, so he's <laughs> oh he's got like like super amazing <laughs> hair, and you're like Julius, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Sorry. I just love that movie. Right. Well, I, yeah. If my dad, that I think is my dad, is not my dad, mm-hmm. I don't know if I like my dad. Does okay. that make sense? Mm. Because, like, I see what my brother has. Yet. Aside from being allergic to his own sweat, okay? Yeah. That does sound bad. But, like, he's well-built, beautiful lock of hair, uh-huh. can grow a beard yeah. better than anyone, mm-hmm. and, and super, like, analytical. Can really, like, break down situations and then, like, figure out how to make them better. And I have a, I have a portion of that, okay. but, but not in the same way he does. And so, like, I don't want, you know, if he happens to listen to this, I don't yeah. want him to think that, like, <laughs> you know, I I think I'm the the more more purebred. You know, he's blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm you know thin hair, whatever color eyes I have. I don't even care enough to know. You know, <laughs> they're uh, not of note. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I'm gonna have to see you guys. I mean, I'm not gonna have. You wouldn't. So to. what usually would happen if if him and I and our wives were out? People think our wives are sisters. They look more alike really? than my brother and I. Wow, yeah. sister yeah. wives. That's yeah. creepy. Jesus. And so, yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, but you can sweat on yourself. I can. I, I think I sweat a little <laughs> bit more than the normal person, mm-hmm. but not as bad as my dad and him. Damn. I don't have to have the medicated stuff. But if I don't put on deodorant, like, yeah. And even when I put on deodorant, I usually, like, right now I don't, but I usually have two shirts on just mm-hmm. to, like, stop the pit stains from coming through. Get you know? some protection yeah. in there. Yeah. Oh, and when you use uh, the salt deodorant, there's no more pit stains. Because the pit stains actually come from the aluminum and all the junk, you know, stays like yellow, like the filter of a mm. cigarette. Yeah, because like t-shirt turns into that. Because I mean, good news, your sweat's not yellow. You know, <laughs> it's clear. Okay, so this is this is weird, and like you, the fact that you just stated, um, you didn't give any resources and cite nope. your information. But I believe, dude. I believe. Dude, I if you look at my face. I'm like, whoa, right? And I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. I've thought that like sweat was like staining things yellow. Nope. Until right now. <clears throat> yeah. Nope. Oh, I'm a better so, person now because of you, Joe. So here's what I use. I got it at Walmart, I think. 
Is it just um, like crisp? It's like eight bucks, and it lasts. Is it like, pH balance? It lasts for like a, a year. It, wow. it lasts forever. Actually, I have one. I have a little nub of one still that I, I took on a trip with me that I bought in like Missouri five years ago. It's, it's, it's like, called Crystal. For all of you wondering, yeah, it's, it's like Crystal. It's just un, un, unscented. Is that the name brand, or is yeah. that like the? So this is like a generic. Yeah, Crystal so. unscented odor protection on Amazon. You can find. Oh, it says it actually says paraben free. No white marks. No of the no, no, no aluminum chloride. Um, no nothing. Yeah. I have I have a, another odd story about this specific product that just came across my mind. Mm -hmm. I, okay. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I met a girl. This is going to be about That's good. Ten, <laughs> about ten years ago, I met her. Go on. <laughs> um, uh, super cool chick, kind of hippie ish. Okay. She was a nurse at the hospital. I was a paramedic. Uh -huh. We had our similar groups had went out for drinks and we met each other. Mm -hmm. And she's there, and I'm like, I still have this old school thought, and I'm young and all this stuff. I'm like, you don't wear deodorant. You're a hippie. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And we start talking, and she goes, Yeah, I, I rub a crystal like that kind of stuff. Uh -huh. I rub these crystal things on. This is the only time I've ever heard of this on okay. her armpit. Okay, and she doesn't stink. And me, just being I don't know how I am, I go, Well, let me smell. And she's like, okay. She walks over and she's wearing like this strapless top. I lift up her armpit and we're like at the front or whatever that was the bar a while ago. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. And I sniff her armpit and sure as she didn't, she didn't stink. She smelled like neutral. There was no neutral. Is she the smelled thing. human. She smelled I guess. like skin. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 She skin. smelled like skin. <laughs> yeah. Kind of clean. You're right out of the yeah. bath, right? Yeah. And I was like, well, impressive. But I, I didn't, I didn't bite on that. She yeah. didn't sell it to me the way you're selling it. Uh -huh. And I don't think I was ready at that point in my life at that time to make that kind of change. It took a but lot. But you're ready now. I'm it's, trying it. Yeah. I'm, you heard it here first. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to try the crystal. I'm a pits. All right, man. Because right. even though you have a lifetime supply of Gillette right now, that makes sense on how I do things in life. <laughs> yeah. I, I buy all the deodorant I'm ever going to need, and now I want something different. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I was wishy washy at first. You know, I was the same way. I was like, this isn't going to work. This is dumb because, like, I was. You know, I grew up thinking like I stink and I sweat so much. Oh, I'm gross. I need the best deodorant ever. That's what I thought. You know, and then I read this article. I can't remember who. Maybe it was even Melanie. Maybe my wife was like, hey, maybe you should try this. I can't remember. Is she and, a crystal user? Uh, she is now, actually. Sounds I, like drugs. Oh, yeah. so it is she. It's <laughs> balanced for a woman, but strong enough for a man. It, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Zing. Zing. Um, it is. And I was wishy-washy, though. I was like, oh, I don't know. and Because at first, you're, I would say you're not used to your own smell. But you mm. might be because you didn't use any deodorant. You yeah. know what I mean? So you would be like, oh, this is how I smell. This is okay. I just smell yeah, fine and, and neutral. Yeah, sometimes I go, oh. you're, you're musk. But if you're, if you're only used to like the deodorant clean smell, you know, with the, with the more, maybe more perfumes or that feeling, then it'll mm -hmm. be a little adjustment period. Mm -hmm. So having some backup just to, you know, So how long would you say yourself. somebody give it? Gosh, I don't know. Um, get, well, I just, you know, people are out there. They're going to buy this stuff because we're suggesting it. It's weird. So, you know, it give it give it like at least two weeks, you know, because then because your body's going to adjust. Your body has been used to getting those um, aluminum things. Aluminum chloride. Yeah, it probably kinda, has to take time to flush that out of the system, I'm assuming. like Something like that. It it's got to be in there. It. It's like going from a, a razor to a, an electric razor, like, a, you know, the regular mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. to an electric mm -hmm. razor. Your skin needs a little bit of time to be like, whoa, 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 what are we doing? Yeah. Is this, and then it calms down and it's like, oh, okay, this is it. Okay, so the affiliate link for that is down below in the, the show notes. Are we going to do an affiliate link? Cool. Yeah, <laughs> we you got should. to. You got to. I'll click I want, that link because, I, I mean, you 
I can only pay my respects. And I want everyone, if you use this, your your pits are going to be less itchy too, you know? So I don't have you're welcome. Pits. I don't have itchy pits have either. Itchy pits. Sometimes I do, you know, with the rash. Maybe that's, oh. it, you know, so. If you get rashes, irritation, it'll take care of all because it's just salt. It's not going to hurt you, yeah. basically. We need to sell this to the deodorant company the last, like, five minutes we just did on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we it's should. It's fantastic. Yeah, we should because I'm a living proof, my friend. Right. And I sweat a lot. Like, when I first started entertaining people, like, I would sing for 45 minutes, and I would take my guitar away from my body and have a guitar-shaped sweat Ugh. stain. Like, <laughs> wow. huge. Like, you can't hide that. And I would be wearing a light-colored shirt mm-hmm. and have to, like, walk over to the bar, slosh, 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 <laughs> dripping in sweat. Hey, Just, guys. Hey, how's the sound? <gasps> <gasps> I'm damp, if you can't tell. <laughs> so nervous up there. <laughs> Sorry if I'm breathing hard. <sighs> well, and as close as we are right now, I don't smell you. Thank you. That's Do you smell like Skylar's friend girl at the front? You just smell like skin. I smell like a hip. <laughs> I smell like a knowing hippie chick. Do right. you do you fragrance yourself? I do. And and another thing that I would like to throw an affiliate link on is uh, Scentbird, because it's this app you download and you just fill out this questionnaire of like a what you, you want to do you just rub your phone on you no <laughs> it's an app where you um, take a questionnaire on what type of smells you would like you think you want to smell like because it's hard you know they're like Oof, do you want to smell like a a, a battleship at it's, sea give you worse do you want to smell like clouds <laughs> while chopping wood or something working on a diesel engine um and then they just send you like a little sample thing that's enough for like a month and it, i can't remember how much 10 bucks a month maybe and they just send you like this little vial, and then next month they send you another one, and then once you find one that you're like, oh, that's the one, or maybe your lady friend will be like, that is the one. Don't get any mm. other ones. You just then you, <laughs> right, you get the hundred dollar bottle or whatever. So I'm going mm-hmm. through them right now. This month I think I'm gonna smell like. Uh, so last month I was smelling like electric guitars and amps, and this next month I'm gonna smell like marijuana. <laughs> that's, no, that's no. That's no joke. Yeah, oh the, the yeah, next one that's joke. coming is called Sweet Leaf. It's supposed to make me smell like marijuana, which will be a change. Because you don't, because <laughs> you don't normally smell like marijuana. Yeah. People are going to be assuming like crazy. Like, well, this guy's hiring a kite over here. Yeah, and they're like, like no. oh no, that's my new scent. <laughs> it's the smell I'm going for. Yeah, yeah. I saw it and I was like, oh, because I mean, I was like, that that's a joke, right? They're not going to make a cologne that smells like marijuana. But no, it was real, and I was like, yep, that's going in my cart. I just have to. It's a conversation starter, at least. Yeah. People yeah, are like, What's just to that? have that. And, like, you could re-gift it later. Yeah, people will be like, are you holding? But, like, no, but my name's Joe. Want to talk about stuff? I can right. just use it to meet people. <laughs> right. Just <laughs> lure them on in. Yeah. Lure them with the scent. Yeah. Dang, dang. This Knowledge, guy's... conversation, skill. Got so so, you, there. Okay. so you are on the American Barbarians. I am. You are one of the Barbarians. I am. What we learned is that there's two main ones, mm-hmm. but there's kind of, like, Four to six like others a, that are like... Like right? a rotating tribe. Like a round yeah. table situation yeah. almost. Yeah. Okay. And we kind of went down the podcast route last time. So people kind of know what to, what to expect. You guys are similar in some ways to what they're listening to right now, but also different if, uh, if you're okay. If you're not riding around with kids... Yeah, um, you know there are uh, words that are going to be said yeah. with zero filter. It's like yeah. a new... Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like locker room talk in right, a sense. Right, that's how we described it. Yeah, okay. locker room talk. Like, yeah. you, you don't really care who is listening, right? Yeah. It's not what you're going to say in front of your grandma, but grandmas listen to it. 
Put some headphones in. Your right. grandma's listened to it? <laughs> yeah, you, you said yeah. like your highest demographic is oh, like... Oh, I thought you said like, your grandma listened to it. No, 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 no. no. Like, no. But my grandma No, no, you guys said that like, like not grandmas, but like stay-at-home moms like We love. get some weird clientele that we wouldn't expect. And they reach right. out and they're like, hey, I'm a mom of three and I do this and all this. I love your guys' podcast. And right. I'm like, well, fucking... You know, because you don't know... Nice. I don't... I'm not making even with any of the stuff that i make i don't make it for a specific thing like i'm gonna make it for this or that and I wa- i'm only gonna get this like i make it to the best of my ability and see if people like it like i one of my first uh mixtapes cassettes was spice girls yeah. mm. do i look like a spice girls listener like i mm. i would have said i'm not their demographic even at the time uh-huh. but i was Right, and I loved it. It was great. They were what you want. What you really, really really want. (laughs) We all, we all like the Spice Girl. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) It was good. I, I mean, I was young at the time. Can you still name all the Spice Girls? Uh, Okay, we got the only one I know is Posh. Posh, Posh Spice, Baby Spice, Sassy Spice. That's only three. Yeah, shit. There's five, right? Ginger Spice. Ooh, scary. Uh, Scary Spice. That's all five. Oh, nailed it. Nailed it. I'm so happy, right? We need like a harp. (laughs) (laughs) Killed it. I was right on that, wasn't I? Good. That was all luck. That was was all luck. He was just blindly stabbing at the board, and it was the harp that he needed. (laughs) (laughs) Nice work, man. And it would have been better if we'd not mentioned it. Now we're like kind of. But I want to celebrate it. it I like how you called it, though. It was harp. (laughs) Yeah. Because I also, I also want to say we need applause, and I'm going to (laughs) try. Ah. Didn't get it. I think it's on the next bank over. It's definitely orange. That should always be the sound when you get something wrong. <laughs> yes. I want it to sound like this. Oh, darn it. <laughs> Somebody laughing at you. Um, I totally lost track now because we did the hard. Oh, Posh Spice. Okay. Yeah. So we're back. We're back. We're back. Spice Girls. You're, you're not putting out information just for like specific people. You, which I think is like the best way to put out content is make yourself happy. And you're going to find the 12 million other people in the United States that also like certain things of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other 300 million, who cares? Go pound right? sand. Or right. right. maybe it's not for you now, might be for you later. Right. Like, yeah. right. life is a weird growth thing. But if you're, if you're trying, if you're specific, there's a, there's a fakeness when you're trying to reach a certain right. whatever. You talked about country, and I feel like country's really bad at this. A certain sub- genre of country country music um that um like florida georgia line style like oh. hey we're gonna get our bud like cans like there's a certain okay you could almost write a song almost easily in the same style it's like that st- style of country that even country people hate mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes like it's it's specifically for spring break and college kids that's that's the that uh-huh. one right. song and, yeah. and like, going out four wheeling we're camping we're putting this on in the background okay. or something like yeah i'm with you kind of Ooh. i mean if you're of that let's call it type. bro country just for sake of uh, all okay. right bro country works hashtag bro country um, hashtag bro. sorry guys Trademark. if that's not the right one but I i'm call not it bro country it's i mean it is today now yeah henceforth yeah. for us yeah. okay I, I feel like it is a it's one of those things it's a metallica thing it's okay. not mm-hmm. my thing mm-hmm. if it brings you joy cool but at this point in time in my life, I'm not going to consume this. But yeah. if you wanted to, you could write the songs. So and true. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you could mm-hmm. and say, this is who I'm, I'm going to project my content to. Yep. But it wouldn't be real because you don't like it. Right. But it would be easy 
and you might get some followers or whatever, but it wouldn't be real. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the night, like going to bed, you're just going to be like, huh. Not enjoyable. I'm a, I'm a phony. Right? So, yeah, so, so now you can do American Barbarians and like, I really want to, what else are you doing? Ah, well, that's what <laughs> right? you're That's where I'm yeah. trying to get to is what else are you doing? I don't, I don't do a lot, man. I, I've learned that I've, I've done a bunch of things in my life. Like? Um, I tried to be a college athlete. Okay. I um, did track. I tried to do it at a really high level. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, like the, the whole sports thing a lot. BMX uh, was going to be in the X Games, so I would rollerblade. I can still do some pretty gnarly skateboarding tricks. Oh, cool. Uh, tried to be a professional bodybuilder for five years, mm-hmm. up and including doing uh, all the uh, extracurricular supplements to do it yeah. and, and going through the damn thing. Um, uh-huh. To competing, to get to, to. Did you actually compete? I competed for a long time. I had yeah. some trophies and all this stuff. Not, right. Nothing fancy, just like smaller competitions. But I mean, mm-hmm. I, I really, really poured my heart into it. Uh, but the way I go about things is like if I like them, I like them a lot. And I only like a few things. Mm-hmm. And you buy a lifetime supply and then change your mind. <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, immediately. I, I'm gathering this. I'm gathering this. <laughs> but yeah. I realized to be. Um, what does they say? The jack of all trades is a master of none. Yeah. But the other half of that is a master of. One, or master of one is better than some. I don't. That's not it. I don't know. Basically, if you if you know mo- a few trades, it's better than just knowing one thing a hundred percent. So I try to keep a balance. Try to be a Swiss Army knife. I've got like three, a small Swiss Army knife. Okay. Uh-huh. I really enjoy music, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm doing the music thing from more of a producer side. Um, trying to just make beats, getting to know my software, mm-hmm. becoming a better guitarist, mm-hmm. uh, getting more familiar with the bass, the piano, just like a, a, just all of the things, singing, the whole production side, mm-hmm. uh, collaborating with people, learning that kind of stuff, uh, mm-hmm. having them come over, play their things, tell me what they learn. Uh, and then I do my audiobook stuff, which is very closely tied to the music production, same software, same microphones, uh, if if you can sing better, you can speak better, you can tell stories better is what, I don't know, somebody says out there. So I, I, I believed it when they told me, and I decided to try to become the best singer I could to be able to increase my story storytelling capabilities. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's helped. My I'm getting better. Uh, other than that, though, it's podcasting and this, and I just bounce around those three triangles violently until I explode. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, with the... Wait, what do you what do you call you the book reading? Yeah, and yeah. So, so we've had somebody else on here, John, John Harris. Oh yeah. He was a, he was a voice actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so kind of kind of similar. Like you like are you are you bidding jobs, or are you like how are you getting how are you getting the jobs? I um, it's auditioning. Basically, okay. a lot of auditioning. Huh. I have been blessed enough that I've been doing it. I've been doing it for about six years now, where I have some authors that by the time they are ready to kick out their next book, they bring it over to me, and it kind of just rotates a little bit, and mm-hmm. I just schedule them out, so I've got consistent work. Mm-hmm. But I also, like I, I was auditioning today, I, I want to pick up new clientele, try new stuff, and I'm very, like, it, in the beginning of it, I just wanted to read books. Yeah, Just give me a book, give me a job whatever. And then I realized like, that's the wrong way to go about it. Like I want to read science fiction. Like, oh, so, so I was going to ask yes. is what genre is your favorite? So I like make them ups, like stories where I'm creating voices and we're in space and we're doing all these crazy things. Like I love that. That's what I consume in my spare time. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Like I can read memoirs and all this stuff, but I don't listen. I just, those don't really draw to me very much. Mm-hmm. So one day I was like, you can't be wasting your time on all of these auditions for self-help and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and all these. Just do. You want to narrate science fiction? Do science fiction. So about a year ago, it's all I've been doing. Turning down offers from other stuff because I want to be a science fiction author. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I am honing my craft in the fiction-type narration. And, and so you do voices as well then. Mm-hmm. So you'll be like the main narrator... And then you'll be the, I'm making this up, but like if it's a, you said in outer space, so you're like the captain of the ship, you're another voice. When you're the alien, you're another voice, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so you do that. Do you also go pew, pew? (laughs) Do you do any of that? (laughs) I try not to. I have a very harsh stance against any sound effects other than a person's voice in audiobooks. Some people like the whole backtracks and all this stuff. I don't. You don't, yeah, yeah. I don't like it either. I mean, some people do, and if you can do a good job at it, the production is cool. Mm-hmm. It's just not what I prefer. I think it just tell me the story. I enjoy that. Just it's story in the ear. Let me let me use my imagination. Let it go wild, and just tell to me the best you can. So that's what I want to do, and that's what I'm trying to do. Cool, yeah. cool. I like that. Do you have any questions uh, around the the voice acting? Because he like you jumped my questions before I had a chance to you, like you got them, <laughs> so got like I'm, I'm out of material now. Let's see here. So you said that there you, now you're uh, you're going between those uh, so Betwixt. the the between the <laughs> the reading of science fiction books mm-hmm. and now um, producing of music. So and it sounds like you're trying to get from a producer's mind. You want to like try to do. You want to understand the baseline and the piano and the drums, maybe and be able to create them yourselves or at least understand them so you can talk to people that would come into your studio so you can like be on the same page mm-hmm. is that kind of what you're are you, are you trying to do your own music or do you want to have people come in and you want to be paid to like uh, help them prepare and bring to fruition their their you know couple of chords and that i don't know that's pre- probably pretty far ahead of me um i did i can't i wish i could remember the name it's it's stopping me it's stopping in my brain right now but one of these gentlemen He's a big producer, old school style. He, he said, I will, you can come in. Like he made his own music, did his, all of his, everything from start to finish. He was just amazing at it. I wish I could remember his goddamn name. Dr. Uh, but Dre. <laughs> Dr. Dre. Is he like on YouTube, have a channel or anything? <coughs> Excuse me. No, I think he's been dead for a little bit. Okay. I was watching, um, uh, uh, wow, I can't remember anything. David Grohl, Foo Fighters. They were being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Okay. And it was just one of their one of the things that they were showing on that. But he said, if you don't know what you want to write or you want to create, but you have an idea, bring it in and I'll get it out of you. Or if you know what you want to create, come in and tell me and we'll lay it down. Uh I would like one of those kind of things. Like, okay, I think I know my software and equipment and all this so good. You're playing this. I bet you I can bring this sound and make it sound great for not just like one or two people, but like generally great. Like I would like to think I, I would have good taste uh-huh. and be able to do something nice. But it's mostly for myself. I got upset with being in bands a while ago. And uh, sorry, I'm disgusting right now. Ugh, my nose. It's cold outside. Yeah. No uh, bands and, are issues. And you had a, a long ways to walk because you parked. God. Google took him to the wrong place. It just dropped me off. And then he, then he was at this point where, like, where it told him it was at, he was going to have to pay for parking. So he parked a few blocks away so he didn't have to pay for parking. Then he walked a few blocks, and it's not where he's supposed to be. And he's like, do I go back and get the car? What? And so he ended up walking the rest of the distance, which was like probably six or 
seven blocks. Six to get big to, old blocks. Yeah, yeah. extra Jeez. to get over here. And he just got over a cold. So that's where that's where we're at. I wanted to catch you up, Joe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. A little snivelly. Yeah. Still making it, though. Uh, uh, but, yeah, like I like you were saying, when people don't show up, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. I've been in bands with people, especially creatives. They can be very weird people. It's annoying if you're not if they're not as committed as you and they don't show up and now you don't have a bassist or now you don't have something like it's a pain in the ass. So I wanted to learn how to loop and do it all myself. Yeah. And so I did. I started doing that years ago. Fell in and out, took some of it serious, some of it not. And lately it's that gasoline flew onto the fire somehow. And I just I'm all into it again for like the third time or something. And I, I'm making more progress, I would say. Uh-huh. I'm enjoying it more. I'm getting more tools to play with, which is always fun. I'm understanding all the software better. And it's, so I guess the long answer to your question, is it's kind of just for me. So I can create something easily, efficiently, and that I enjoy learning about my own style. I don't know what, what sound is true to me. Like I would like to find out one day. Yeah. And I don't want to just parrot things. Like playing covers is cool. It's useful. You get you get to like ride in their shoes or walk in their shoes for a little bit and learn those tricks and like, oh, they do this with this, you know, chord progression. Yeah. And then you can work it into your original stuff too and all this. And it's neat. But also I feel like there's value in like not listening to anything that might change your your perspective on what you what sound you want to make and just really focus on trying to make your sound. Yeah. So I don't have my sound, oh. <laughs> but I'm still looking for it. Well, so what I've learned from Joe is it's kind of hard to narrow that down. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing that same work myself. I'm because I've, I I've got like two original albums that are out, but I don't like them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like so that's like opinion. You know, I have an opinion about the stuff that I'm doing, and <clears throat> what happened was is I realized that I had to do an album. You know, I just realized that it's just work that needs to be done. And so I put myself through it. And but as I was doing it, like in my mind, I have this idea that I could sound a certain way. But to my ears and what I was getting, you know, with other people who are recording me, I, I wasn't getting that sound. And so like, I don't like it. I'm not proud of it. And so you know, fast forward a few years. Now I feel like, Oh, okay. Well, I feel confident. I'm a little bit better at it, but I'm still like, I don't know what I'm best at. I do so many different styles because I'm a cover player and I try to get into that. I try to honor each genre as best I can, even though I'm going to sound a little bit like myself, but like that's such a well-worn groove in my brain and my ears. Now I am, I'm, I'm going to go through this thing on Instagram where I'm going to start uploading different styles of my covers to really highlight different things I can do with my voice. And I'm hoping, excuse me, for um, a lot of feedback. I want people to be so honest to be like, Hey, you know what? This thing that you do, this thing in your voice is the thing that really moves me, you know? And so in that, hopefully I'm going to like discover, I'm hoping what it is that I'm good at. It's hard to think. It's hard to know that. Yeah. You'd think you'd know by this point, like I've been doing 10 years, you know, do you, I don't know. Do you think that's something you discover and you feel it in your heart or is that something told to you and you agree with? It's both. Both. I think it, yeah, I was going to say, I think it's both. And, And the problem becomes, you know, we can oftentimes, you know, people say, you know, their their own biggest critic and so a lot of times it's hard to admit for some people this is what i'm good at and other people admit that they're good at something when clearly they're not 
right? <laughs> and so like like yeah. there's this this balance of you kind of have to have another ear, but also you can't take every ear and voice to heart. And so True. you have to have this filter of your own thoughts and other people's input and try to come up with this mixed drink of what it is, you know? Right. Yeah. You've got to filter people's opinions of you even. Yeah. You know, Do you handle that, that well constructive criticism or criticism? I'll say, I won't even say constructive criticism. Kind of the, the best way I've figured out how to do it is just to say, thank you, not to then follow it up with all this self-congratulatory stuff or self, uh, a bat, you know, deprecating, uh, deprecating. Thank you. Deprecating. Try not to do. I try not to do any of that. Um, I just try to say thank you, and beca- but in my heart, I'm like, thank you for that compliment. I'm gonna try, unless I, unless this is a peer of mine or someone that's like a way above my skill level, I don't then take that compliment then to heart and go, oh, this person said I was the best ever mm-hmm. now i'm gonna now i know i'm the best ever that's no that's definitely not the way that it is i feel like the 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 best place that i i've ever felt like i've heard it it happened to me and then and then i reproduced it was in church mm. like i i was i was present for like a choir or a band or a the singing situation that made my 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 uh, goosebumps you ever had that feeling like yeah. tingly like whoa there's something there oh huh? that really touched me okay mm-hmm. so then then i knew like oh when i've i've reproduced that in myself only a handful of times like i've hit a song where i was like whoa i i really hit that in a way that even i've impressed myself yeah but that's only happened four or five times and i would be hard pressed to tell you what songs those were you know what I mean? Because I've always been just in this mode of like, I need to keep working. I need to keep improving because I'm not where I need to be. I need to be, you know, I'm 10 years behind. I haven't been doing this as, as long as everyone else has. Well, I feel like. And so it's hard, you know, it's that balance of like finding out, you know, how do you feel about yourself when you hit those notes or whatever your project is when you hit that target? You know, how did, how did that make you feel, you mm-hmm. know? And then can you reproduce that in front of other people and have them also feel that same way? Then I feel like you're getting then you're onto something really close to that target. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of it is for from the creative standpoint is not a lot of audience stuff. It's a lot of practicing, a lot of by yourself trying to discover the thing. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I mean I've never had that lightning hit. I'm looking for it. Uh, I've had some things that I think are okay, but I've never like played a. I would like to play a show, whether online or in person. Yeah, do something and then have you know that like you said. I'm feeling the groove. They're feeling the groove. Everybody had a good time. Yep. I feel like that would be a good goal and fun. And, uh, you know, if you have a really, really, really good time, then maybe that lightning struck. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's what you need to keep refining. But mm-hmm. And so, when you look back on it, you can go, oh, that, that, that thing, that right there that I did, that made me go, hoo-hoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it, um, just thinking through, like, it, it seems as though from an outside perspective, you're a little bit more passionate about the music than the the voice acting. Uh no. Uh, so because I was I wanted to say yes how does no. the, how does that same filter apply to voice acting? Like, can you get that feeling when you're done with a book or maybe a chapter in the book or whatever? Can you can you get that? Have you gotten it with? Yeah, that? Um, I've had I've had characters that I'm like I've really I feel like I've nared nared. Mm. <laughs> nailed I nailed I ripped the hair off right off that'd be a cool word um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've nailed the actual character's uh, personality and, and when and I know this when the script comes and I go to read it 
I'm not stumbling. Nothing feels forced. Like it really just, you just jump in there and if it's a grumpy guy, like it just it hits the grumps in the right parts and the way the script is written and the way I'm conveying the character just seem to mesh up really, really good. And then sometimes it's like, nope, that voice isn't working or this isn't working or it just sounds like shit or maybe it's an off day and I can't read very well. Like that happens. Mm-hmm. Some right. days I can speed read things and my brain works. Other days it's just half my mind's off in left field. Right. And the other one's trying to focus and they don't, they're not going to communicate. They don't really care what <laughs> fucking each other's doing. Right. Right. Yeah. And my hair falls out that day. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I spend, it's, I, it's, it's a creative craft, both of them for me. Like right. I, the narration side is a, it's more of an internal practice, I suppose, than a messing with uh, the guitar and practicing stuff. It's like listening to my favorite narrators and listening to their intonations and their pauses and how they, how they, do they come into this voice aggressively or like what makes them, how do they do the subtle shifts? Mm-hmm. Like I don't like when males try to do like a real big girly voice and it just sounds <laughs> absolutely terrible. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm more impressed when you can tell me a story and I can tell the difference in characters, but it still sounds like you're telling the story. Right. Oh, gotcha. Right. Okay. And that's been very hard for me to, to learn over the years. So I just, I'm constantly studying that and trying to reproduce that. But that doesn't like, it doesn't feel like that's a, I practice, but it's not the same kind of music practice. And I guess, I don't know. Answering your question, sorry. I don't know. Am I more into this music shit than narrating? Maybe you're just like more interested. It's on fire now because you're breaking new ground. You know, it sounds like the the narration thing you kind of more have under control. Like you're still improving, but. It's more comfortable. Yeah, you've got repeat customers already. Like you're getting paid money for this. Like you've already reached a certain level. Whereas music, you're trying to get to a certain level. I suppose, and, yeah. It's more of my passion project at the time because I'm not, yeah. I'm, it's not paying the bills. It's not right. doing the things. It's just I'm interested in it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I love narrating audiobooks. I, I, would, I never want to quit, but I also, like, I can't do it all day because yeah. you get vocal fatigue after yeah. a while and yeah. all this. And then you can only stare at a screen reading for so long. Uh-huh. Uh, so the second half of the day or into the evening when everybody's off work and all this stuff, music time, like yeah. A and B. I like both worlds. That'd be a cool way to do it. I've, I've, um, I've often tried to like curate a life or a, a, like the perfect day for myself. Like if I could figure out how to be some sort of fitness coach in the mm-hmm. morning and get paid for it, right? Mm-hmm. You go, you work, and you get paid. You're like, bam, got that done, and then go narrate some books for this four hours. Have some maybe lunch that's you know a business lunch or something like that, and then do some music for this many hours, and then man, what a cool day I just got to have, you know? Right. right. And it, how many, you know. It, the closer I can get to that, the better, I think. Mm-hmm. So find out what it is you want to do. Because, I mean, those days I'm super busy. Those are a lot of tasks and a lot of failures, like forgetting little doodads. We need to plug in headphones <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, I fail so many more times, you know? But I'm like, I love this, though. I like I like learning and, and, and figuring out how to not fail next time. And this is the right type of stress, the right type of fatigue, you know, because it gives me energy for tomorrow. Right, right. Type of stress is, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. uh, Type of stress, you said that. That is one of the biggest keys in here, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Because it's, when you do that kind of career that you just described, 
is a self-sufficient one in a lot of ways. Uh, you don't have guaranteed things coming. You're not working for a big company most times right. uh, to where you can just show up for six hours, stare out the window, and that was your Tuesday. Right. Like, and, you, and you still get paid for it. Like, you have to be hustling to get it done. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know this at the time, but like when I had my, I had a really good job and I was proud of myself and it was all the school that I went to and I, you know, I worked real hard and I was good at it, I guess. But I felt different. It had stresses. It felt different. Yeah. I'd say I'm under more stress now, but that style of stress is so different. I can handle this kind of stress. I couldn't handle that other kind of stress. Like in hindsight, I was not in a good place and it was not going to go to a good place just right. mentally like myself. And it might have been less stress because you get guaranteed things and the paychecks come and the health insurance is the plan is awesome and all this stuff. Yeah. But I couldn't do it. I, I didn't know I couldn't do it till I left it. And then I was like, oh, God, get away from me. Huh. Oh, gosh. I, I, I had this thought, thought the other day of kind of um, as Americans or, or, or just where the world's at now. We do a lot of uh, sitting at desks or, you know, working for other people and, and our reliance on substance, financial security, all of that. A lot of times, and I'm talking to two people right now that it's not the case, um, but for a lot of people, it's uh, the reliance on, on things and, and whatever they need in their life is, is on someone else, right? And so if that yeah. thing failed, they'd go out. But that, that creates a level of, of safety and comfort and um, I'm going to actually say laziness that mm. we weren't designed for. So if we think back to before the industrial age, most people provided for themselves right and it was a barter and trade system and and so you'd trade your thing you worked for your leather chaps Mm -hmm. for a steak right you know Mm -hmm. you'd figure out what your worth was and what their worth was and 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 you'd you'd do this barter system or even before that you're in a clan and you're going out hunting and you're harvesting food and you're moving areas and you're building tents and clothes and, and you're providing for yourself and so i feel that mentally the people that are their own bosses do better because it's how our brain was literally like evolved or designed for. That's the chaos that it knows. Right. It's like, so when you're talking about the stress, I'm like, man, this totally makes sense because that's a stress you can handle because you're not relying on anyone else. You're not, um, you know, sitting on the couch at night. Like you're, you may be, but like where your brain goes is not like, politics and what things are frustrating you right (laughs) your brain goes to what is the next thing i need to do to get the next paycheck because it's not guaranteed yeah and i think living like that is a less even though it may on the surface seem more stressful i think it's less it's a stress we can handle because it's what we were designed for yeah i think that bad stress if i could give it another name for me I know that when I, and I, I use kind of um, quote day jobs, you know, where you work these regular jobs, I use them in a way to motivate me because I, I notice that stress. Um, and I would call it like the stress of regret, you know, um, that stress of um, like you, you could be doing more, but here you are in this cubicle, mm. you know, you, you're, yeah. you're worth way more. You can do so many things, but you're only filing these files alphabetically <laughs> with your knowledge of the alphabet that you learned in kindergarten. Right. Um, so, and that type of stress, I feel like builds and then starts to suffocate you in these and crushes you and your spirit in these ways. But the other type of stress, it's, we can easily relieve that. You know, because mm-hmm. we're always walking around with this like, well, I mean, I may be stressed and need a day off or two, but I'm happy with myself. I have very little regret. 
Right. You know? And if, and if like, you know, so you personally, Joe, we've talked about on the podcast, you have, you know, two regular shows right now yeah. that like you're guaranteed every week, you're going to, you're going to make a paycheck by, by Wednesdays and Sunday mornings. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, affiliate links in the bottom for the halftime on Wednesdays and, uh, the B E C C the Beck the on Beck. Sunday mornings. Love you both. Yeah. So just Love click that link. <laughs> I don't know, um, but 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 you have those. But if you were to lose one, it's on you, right? Yep. It's, yep. it's more than likely, you know, they found something better, or you dropped your quality. You showed up yep. late. You I showed be- up smelly. You know, whatever. I'm always right? thinking about becoming too right. monotonous. Same songs over and over. And so I think about it every week. Yep. Right. And so what you have to do is either stay on your toes to keep that job, or if you don't and you you kind of you know, fall behind and they, yep. they let you go. Yep. Not the same as being let go from a job, right. but they let you go and they, they fill that, that time slot with someone else. Um, you have to then like, you have to pick it up and it's on you. You have yep. to, you have to go find a, 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 another place to fill that, that gap. And it's the same for you. Mm-hmm. Like you have those authors right now, but if you put out a junk book for them, mm-hmm. right? Like they may not even publish it. They may go, listen, man, this was junk. We're going to pay you, but we got to get somebody else and you're not going to do anymore. You know, whatever. I don't yeah. know how those contracts Worst work. Worst case scenario though. Like, yeah, the whole train goes off the rails and yeah. you don't have even they even, or they might stop writing books like that was their last novel they're oh yeah doing yeah, yeah. things like okay now yeah. you gotta go somewhere else now you gotta audition more and so it, it keeps you it keeps you fresh now yep. let's think about a, a, we'll just say a government job right and um it's next to impossible to let someone go it right really right yeah and so you can kind of and and i make this joke all the time like us adults are just a bunch of kids running around pretending like we're adults right like mm-hmm. especially in jobs um maybe not like Jesse here that I'm looking at, he's, he's working hard right now, um, uh, roasting beans, right? Yeah. And he brings it down to a science and it's his, but like yeah. a government job, that person is like answering three emails a day, yep. keeping their desk clean, showing up on time, <laughs> watching the clock, right? The oh, last yeah. 45 minutes of work is just watching the clock and eating Skittles, right? Yep. And, and then it hits five, I'm out. Yep. Now and, life can start. Yep. Right. And so it's like, man, what, what way? And so I'm facing this a lot. I'm unemployed, right? And this is the longest period of my life I've been unemployed since I was 16. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. Mm. <laughs> not, not because I'm not working. I actually just told Joe before we started doing this, like, I actually feel like I'm busier right now. I'm doing a lot of stuff on uh, social media and, and um, tons of stuff. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm like, I'm impressed. I'm actually like busier right now than I was when I was working full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I, and I feel so much better about what I'm accomplishing because it's, it's for me. It's mm-hmm. not for, it's not for anyone else. And, and like I've worked at uh, a, a nonprofit for two and a half years and, and churches before that, right. You kind of feel like that would be a fulfilling job, but I'm still working for other people. And, and now like doing this, I've thought so much on the fact that like, I kind of want to just rely on myself now. Yeah. I kind of just want to, the money I'm bringing in, it's, it's up to me to get it there. And I, I, I feel inspired by both of you that that's, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I, another thing I really like about that, and I'm definitely not experiencing this, especially at the moment, but there's no cap to it. You're yeah. not stuck at $12 an hour. Right. For the next forty years, and right. this is—if you do real good, we're gonna give you a two percent, you know, raise annually or whatever. Oh, if you work all your yeah. overtime off the clock, we'll pay you another dollar an hour next year. Exactly, right? Like, like if yeah. you kill it and you do a good job and you really take the time to learn it and and it succeeds, I mean, that's how I know it's rare, but that's how billionaires are born. Like right. you, right. you aren't cornering yourself to doing the same thing. 
which cornering yourself is kind of nice because it's kind of, I feel like it's a culture thing. You, you're 18. They're like, go to college. Mm. Go to college. How do you do that? You take out loans. Yep. Take out a loan. Okay, you've got your college loan. How are you going to get to and from class? Got to get a car. So, okay, I got a car. Got got to have insurance on that car. Got a car payment because for some reason, you got to have new and nice things mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, I have to have a place to live. Okay, well, I got to have utilities. Oh, I have a kid. Okay, now I have to pay for a bunch of kid stuff. <clears throat> can you just walk away from that comfort and mentally feel like you can still provide for, if not just yourself, others? Like, right. This pursuit that I did, trying to do my own thing, I, I lost my house over it. Yeah. Over not selling my soul and trying to do something that I feel is going to make me feel good. At some point in time down the road, a couple of years in, I couldn't afford the house. So I had to go, okay, either I'm going to go back and I'm going to work this soulless job or I'm going to go figure out something new. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I chose to figure out something new. I chose you, not to give up on it. Are you still homeless? Basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I lived um, more I, or less. I found the kind of part of the key to happiness is like I went from a bunch of material things to no material things. Yeah. I was like, I want to be, I want freedom. I have now yeah. bought myself time because I don't have to go to and from a place to get money. So I moved all of my studio stuff into an RV or a, a, a travel trailer, basically. Yeah. And I did some traveling. I saw some friends for that I haven't seen since high school you know, got a truck. So all I have to do is cover my, my RV note, my truck note and feed myself and my dogs. I don't right. have any kids. And at the time I didn't have a girlfriend. Fine. And that was a freedom in its own that I was like, right. oh, hi, I got to taste that. I'm like, I like this. This is good. Yeah. But it's kind of a two handed sword. Like when you don't make a lot of money, you can still get stresses mm-hmm. like the not being able to pay your truck. No, it's a big deal. Cause if yeah. they take away your truck, then now you are stuck. You're, you're in a home home quote unquote uh-huh. that doesn't move anywhere, which was the whole plan. Yeah. yeah. Like it's kind of, but also like, I would like to be in a gigantic house with the huge studios and all the things and the, the oh, yeah. brand new $5,000 guitars and all that shit. Maybe one day down the road, you know, slow, slow build this. It, it doesn't come overnight. It's a, it's a long-term hustle. Right. But if you, if you just, so right now you're happy because you're pursuing this, this uh, passion towards producing and music and learning loops and all of that stuff. Um, but you could stop doing all of that and audition for five different books a day, right? Mm-hmm. You, could, you could just totally, uh, what my wife and I call it, because there's been a few periods in our life where we, we go through the suck. Or we're just like, you know what? We're not going to see each other but we're both just going to work our tails off and mm-hmm. we're going to get through this. It's going to be, you know, six months to a year and we're going to pay off this debt or whatever. And we go through it. Or you just, just like you just said, it's a slow play. I'm mm-hmm. actually very happy where I'm at right now. I don't need to be the millionaire. If I want to, I know that I can just turn this dial up at any point And there mm-hmm. I am. I do. Um, I feel like I live two lives because I do <laughs> give my all to this audiobook stuff but like I said, it's, it's only, I can only do it a certain amount of time a day before I can't audition. I can barely read without my eyes going crossed. Yeah. And, and you can only edit what you did in the day for so long. Are you going to refine it six or seven times? Yeah. So I'm almost forced to find something else to entertain my time by the end of the day. Right, 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 right. Which, you know, could be watching a Netflix show, sitting down and unwinding. But luckily for me, like my brain just goes, 
straight back into the studio type stuff. Like, okay, well, we're done here. Let's open up this other window. And now I have a guitar in my hands. And now I'm trying to find synthesizer packages and all this stuff yeah, to like yeah. to do. Um, but I would like to see success on both of them monetarily and emotionally. Mm. Um, I do know like you can get a, a book and an algorithm and all of a sudden it's the hottest thing. You sell millions of copies and you're on a, what they call like a royalty share split. So you're getting them royalties in there. I've had some of that. Like I've, I've made a decent chunk of money when a book was just really on fire, but that comes to an end all the time. Like yeah. it's never yeah. going to be, you want to keep that fire going. And like, I don't know, like my personal complaint is selling an audiobook at this time of year is damn near impossible. And the only thing I can think of is because most people are taking like their extra money this time of year is not spent on themselves. It's maybe thinking about Christmas presents or thinking about, you know, blah, blah, blah. Maybe the heat bills higher than it normally is and all this stuff. I've just noticed over the six years that this, these few months are just impossible to sell books. Mm. So luckily, like I, I recognize it and you just, you deal with the suck. Like it's this time right. of year. You're right. like, ah, yep. it's going to be shitty for a second. Yep. You'll be fine. Yep. You know, this is great. This is a great time for music. Ah. So maybe, you know, like for me, like um, I'm, I'm always the busiest in, in the wintertime. Like there's, there's Christmas parties, office parties. Ah, okay. People yeah. are just generally just feeling more festive. Bars, restaurants are doing more stuff. You know what I mean? So maybe put, put that on the, in the back of your mind. Like maybe I just try to be way heavier on music and just try to get some actual maybe paid gigs to keep me afloat for the season. Yeah. And get back in the audio. So That'd be cool. It would be, it would be cool. Here's where, here's where my head's at. I, the fucking confidence is not there. It's, it's not <laughs> yeah. like I want yeah. it to be, but uh -huh. that's when I get that whole artist. I hate saying this sounds too artist mindset or whatever. <laughs> where like it's I, okay. it, it's not good enough. It's not refined enough. Uh -huh. I'm going to mess up. How am I going to perform it the way I want to perform it? Uh -huh. And you get like a million like, ah, 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 and you just don't go anywhere. Uh -huh. you just right. choose not to. I'll just, I'll keep practicing this and I'll keep practicing that. So, so Joe had this whole, we had this whole segment I don't even know if it, was, it might have been like most of the podcast, but where where Joe kind of talked about how how to pretend that you're a you're a musician, right? Because he kind of talked about the beginning is the hardest. Um, you, you've just got to then just go into a bar and pretend like you've had a bunch of shows already, and just tell them, "Hey, I've got an opening on Tuesday. Do you guys want it?" You know, and and just kind of like pretend like you're already there. But I can I get it though that like. That is a hard Band-Aid to rip off mm -hmm. Yeah, um, when you're sitting there, especially being who you are with the voice acting and everything else. Like you're editing your own material all you're, you're a huge critic of yourself, right? Yeah, like you're worst, editing like it you all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so to just say, you know, it's good enough. And that's another thing too, is you can't edit when you're live in a bar playing like. Yeah. It leaves your mouth, and there's no going back. It's a know? performance. Yeah. No, hold on, yep. guys. Let me let me redo this and <laughs> yeah. change this setting here. Yeah, yeah. I think the secret for me, um, and this is going to sound bad, but I mean, when I was kind of like, I was practicing. I was like right there. I was like trying to force myself to like take the leap and get on stage anywhere. Mm -hmm. I was at a wedding, and there was this um, wedding band, you know, and it was like a whole family, like the mom, the dad, the kids. It was all there. They all played an instrument, and they all play. They all were wearing matching like westerny outfits, and you could tell, like, whoa, 
this is what these people do. This Osh- is like Oshkosh their whole thing. Overalls, maybe, yeah. maybe <laughs> <laughs> with the bolo ties at least. You know, those, those <laughs> string ties. And so I was like, oh well, this is going to be something. Let me pay attention here. And they proceeded to do like the worst, like just like really? the worst, like tone deaf nonsense. I'd ever experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was like kind of looking to this guy to my left and this girl to my right. And I was like, um, not to be like an asshole, but uh, are you guys hearing what I'm hearing? <laughs> are these are these guys just like really, really bad? Or am I just really critical? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, we were thinking the same thing. My gosh, we got to get out of here somehow. And the thought hit me. They had already been paid and they do this more than one time. They have like a whole trailer with their picture on it. So oh, they've, gosh. They've, they've made it a thing that they do uh-huh. on the regular. And I was like, well, shoot, what I'm doing today sounds better than that. Mm-hmm. So let me just go try to find a little bar, a little dive someplace, and just, <laughs> hey, man, for 50 bucks and a six-pack of Guinness, can I entertain your crowd for an hour or whatever? Just see how it goes. You know so, what I mean? So to get a bar to pass your business card off, you know, bar owners talking to each other, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, oh, I'm trying to find somebody to fill my Thursdays. You know anybody? Mm-hmm. To get them to do that, you have to be good. Yeah. But now think about a wedding. Yeah. You don't play for them all the time. People are drunk when they're listening to you. Yep. And so to pass the card off just means somebody asked who played at your wedding. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Who, who did not it? Even, right. Who did it? And you'll pass it off whether they were good or not. Yep. It's like, this is who did mine. Yep. And there goes the card. Not that many so, wedding bands. So yeah. Right. And so like that's why they're in. And they're actually in enough to have a trailer with their picture on it. Oh, yeah. And I, I see people that it's do impressive. this. Yeah, man. <laughs> right. And I see it all the time. I see solo people out there trying their best, beginners, whatever. And I'm like, whoa. But they're getting paid for it. So right. hey. Getting out right. there is important. And, and accepting money and like doing it with a straight face. Like this is worth something and, and I'm going to prove it. And what I'd always, I would always treat it like a business too. Like, hey, give me feedback. If there's anything that I was doing that you just didn't like that wasn't selling more beer for you because that's kind of the only reason I'm here is to try to sell you more beer, sir. Um, let me know. And I'll try to change it if I can, mm-hmm. you know. If it's my face, I can't. Can't work it. on it if you don't know. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, if I'm doing something with whistling through my nose, if that's not something you like, <laughs> well, <laughs> let me know. that's the thing too, is because a lot of the bar stuff is not that it's all background, but people aren't uh, particular bars. They definitely are hitting the dance floor, but most of the time, it's like you're in the background. The biggest thing is the speaking points in between the music. Yeah, you like can. What are you, what are you telling them? Are you being entertaining? Can they hear you? And are you leading them to the bar somehow? Right. Right. Because yeah. people might not even know that you're playing at that bar. They're like, hey, we want to go have a drink at the bar. They show up and, oh, there's live music tonight. Yep. Yep. Some people might, you know, see your online marketing advertising. Be like, oh, we're going to go see Joe. He's playing so-and-so. Let's have a beer here. Uh-huh. Support our bud and all this stuff. But yeah, it's both sides. And if you can get that person who didn't know that you were there to pay attention, then you're doing the bar a good job. Like, right. yep. they're entertained, and, you know, you're like, well, $2 cocktails or whatever, and they go over and they buy four of them. Like, yep. yep, and yeah. that's the thing. To make it make it into this, like, simple project, you know, just like I'm trying to make a few bucks, trying to get my feet wet, mm-hmm. you know, and I just want to entertain some people, see how it goes. You know, when you think about it like that, it's not this huge, like, oh, I got to have the best guitar, and what am I going to wear, and all this stuff. You get all yeah. nervous and stuff, just like... Nah, man, just get your feet wet and get some money for it. You know, start, it. start that journey. That would be nice. Um, what, I, what I've learned in these individual pursuits for, you know, financial and mental freedom, uh, you can't just be like, oh, 
it's I'm not making money. I need a better microphone. I need a better blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna run out of money, and yeah, you're not so gonna be able to get shit. So um, I I've got you know it's a, uh, the bass guitar right now. I'm actually borrowing, which is because my buddy played my bass, and he's like, dude, this bass is hard to play. I'm like, well, it's my bass. Like I you know <laughs> it's, it's my bass guitar, and he's like, well, I have one that I don't use ever. It's a professional guitar, and I played. It. I was like, oh, things are better. Like it is different. <laughs> so he's let me borrow that, but I have my keyboard. I've got you know my MIDI controllers. I've got my headphones, uh, my audio interface. My it's half broken right now. Mm-hmm. But if you pull pull out the you know the TRS jack a little bit, uh-huh. so it's hitting the mono instead of the mono in the stereo. I can hear out of both ears instead of one because something's funky in there. Uh-huh. So it's working. And what I'm getting at is like I I want to find a way to monetize somehow my music, whether it's through streams or live performances or mm-hmm. whatever or weddings or whatever it is. Yeah. Take that money since I'm okay for my audiobook jobs to live. Take that money and put that directly back 100% into the studio stuff. Mm-hmm. Get the new guitar. The, like I yeah. played his professional guitar way better than my 30-year-old Ibanez that I've been playing. Like right. It's oh, just yeah. it's different. And uh, But yeah, that's something that I won't invest anything but my time in uh-huh. until it starts making its own money to pay for itself. But yeah, right? you start with the stuff you've got and say, okay, I'm going to do the best I can with this stuff until this stuff makes me money because mm-hmm. then I can feel really good about reinvesting in itself. Right. It's know, making its own money. Yeah, it, there's enough of it. Like I've, It's not like I have like one Fisher-Price guitar down there and all yeah. this stuff. Like over the years, I've acquired a decent starting studio where I have options. I've got backups of things. I can make yeah. sounds. And I can't play them to the ability that somebody else might be able to play them. Like I know there's still more learning room in there, like quite a bit between the way the operating system works and me as a multi-musician, multi-instrument musician, musician. I got to say it with confidence. Musician. Uh, <laughs> he has air quotes, people. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying it with confidence. Guitar there's player. A, there's, there's air quotes. Um, it just feels weird to me saying that because I don't necessarily feel it. Though yeah. I may be better than some, I compare myself to greats. Like I, because I, I know deep down in everybody's soul there is greatness somewhere, and I would like to find it. Uh-huh. And I don't. Maybe when I find it and other people see it, I might not even agree. Still, I don't know. But like, I don't feel like it's there now. But yeah. I, I want to. I don't know. Fucking work on it. Yeah. I was doing this thing where, because um, I felt that same way when I decided, you know what, I'm going to be a guitar player or whatever. It felt weird. I did not want to tell people. And I thought, well, better get used to it. So the first day I bought a guitar, like I'd never played before ever, when people would ask me, like, hey, so what's your gig? I'd be like, oh, my name's Joe Ryan. I'm a guitar player. Because mm. I was just trying to do this mental trick, just just re-educate myself. Like, you know, if you keep telling myself I'm a guitar player, well, then I'm going to start feeling that way. And it just happened to work. I just started to... And then I did another thing where I decided to be that weird guy that would show up with his guitar <laughs> everywhere, uh-huh. you know? Like, even if it was inappropriate, I'd be like, well, I'm a guitar player, you see. And... <laughs> yeah. Ta-da! Here it is. Right? Just People are having, like, these deep conversations and Joe's over there. Ding. Yep, that's how to- it was. Tuning the guitar. <laughs> I just decided yeah, you better I was going to cut do these it. conversations short, people. I'm getting ready to take over. Yeah, because, I mean, we, we're our own best motivators, you know, yeah. and when that self-talk that we don't think is, is bringing us down, well, it really shapes us into who we We remind oh, ourselves yeah. all day, like, hey, by the way, don't be too confident. You're not really a guitar player, Skylar. You don't you don't know you don't know the E minor ninth eleventh chord probably. <laughs> you probably yeah. can't even play in five four times. So don't even call yourself a guitar player. That's 
all nonsense. Isn't that um, uh, they they have a name for it? Uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've had that Just multiple. About this. I've had it in yeah. multiple things though. Like even when I was a paramedic, I was teaching up at the college as an adjunct teacher. Not like I'm not the head professor up there, but I mean I was a young kid, 21, 22, teaching at the college, shift supervisor of the entire county of all the paramedics and working a weekend shift where the office people are out. So it really is all me and all this. And I just feel like me. I don't feel like this guy who's doing all these things. Other people see it and it comes with a little clout here and there. They're like, Oh yeah, you're, you do this and you're good. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm like, yeah, I I try, but I, in my mind, I wouldn't ever say like, I'm the best of the best. I really nail this dude. I got that imposter syndrome. I need to take these air quotes and fucking throw them away. Yep. Yep, Skyler, dude. the producer, musician, audiobook narrator guy who sometimes does push-ups in the morning. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Period. That's right. No, no hesitation. Yeah. So, so Joe, we haven't done this in a while, but do you want to do a wrap-up song? Yeah, I'll do a wrap-up song. Because I was just thinking, I got to do one for Skylar. I did one with James. Heck yeah. yeah. Both and so, so Joe on the spot will make up a song about the podcast we just did. Okay. And so I'm we're excited. Gonna, we're going to see, do you have any things you want him to include? It doesn't guarantee that he's going to, but it helps build the ideas. Mm. Mm. You, you, so, oh, I, we didn't cover this. Fuck. So you can, I was going to say commuting to work. Normally when I talk about being a narrator, I'll add commuting to work. Cause that's why I got into it. Like I was commuting to work, to that job, listening to audiobooks, And then I was like, no, well, maybe I can do this. But why would you include something we didn't talk about, Joe? That doesn't make any sense. You, well, you mentioned that. Ooh, like, wigs. Yeah, so, wigs. yeah, we got to talk about wigs. We got to talk about uh, spitting in people's mouths, <laughs> uh, sneezing on them. You got to talk about Seth, uh, in particular, Seth. Yes. Um, we got to talk about uh, walking uh, too far because I don't, I yeah. don't trust my having a, having a cold, <laughs> walking too far, um, voice acting, sci-fi books. Mm-hmm. Are these words helping? Are you even listening to the words? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. Just trying to get a little less sound out of the old guitar here. I don't think I'm getting anything for some reason. Looking for sound? Uh, your mixer knob's all the way down. Is it on four? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that... Oh, yeah. I know what I can do. Good thinking. <laughs> hey, cut it off. It doesn't give me any indication. Yeah, it, does, it, doesn't give you, it doesn't give you any. Okay, I'm just going to have to go blind here, people. Just tell me if it's annoying. There we go. We're right there. Ta-da. We're feeling it. Sounds good. Ooh. <clears throat> Old Skylar reads, reads books. Wears a wig. Old Skylar reads, reads science fiction. Where they may be wearing some wigs in the story. Working a day job doesn't seem real cool Kind of makes him want to drool Or maybe spit in someone's mouth Maybe use some new deodorant For his pits In between Mouth and spits <laughs> He's gonna read you a story It's gonna have some real messed up stuff in it That nobody ever heard before Cause it's science fiction And that stuff can get real weird And they can even wear some wigs And spit in each other's mouths <laughs> Yeah, man Alright, alright 
way to go. <laughs> I know I know that the applause is the next break over. He wears wigs. Nice work. Nice work, Joe. Thank you. Dang, Thank no you. air quotes around that. Yeah, that was man. legit. Yeah. So legit. hopefully that'll make you feel better about trying stuff. Because I'm just like, the whole time I'm doing that, I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> but I argue with that voice. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Shut, shut up, person. I'm going to, this is fun. We're having fun. They'll laugh. Just just say something funny. That was good. They'll, yeah. they'll like it. It uplifted yeah. me. There you go. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks you for feel listening. good about the walk coming up. I do. Yeah. It, this is the way I say it. I am stationary. It is 2022, and people don't have to move anymore. A little bit of walking never hurt anybody. Right. Yeah. Not at Especially all. me. I just sit in the fucking same chair. <laughs> sit, stand, sit, stand. That's all I do all day. You have a you have a standing desk? No, but I do prop some things up so I can stand at yep. my desk. Yeah, <laughs> they have the, they have the manual ones. Mm-hmm. You know, so then you're getting an arm workout and you're standing. No, so you, you know, it would be a once again. I I won't invest in things that like, I'm very particular. I'm like I have a desk. It's fine. Yeah. I'm stacking my yoga blocks up to make my controller higher and all this stuff. Yeah, but goddamn, a new fucking desk that you can. Yep. Yeah. Wind it up. Be yeah. good. Yeah, one day life goals. One day. Working so, towards it. So let's your your next life goal is by Black Friday next year. Mm. You're buying a new desk. Okay, All I'll right. set that. All right, yeah. I'll set that. that. Gives you plenty of time. Plenty of time. And I just I, I'm only saying that my buddy just started working from home and he bought himself a desk on Black Friday. It was like 300 bucks and it's the electric standing Ooh. desk. So you just push so a button. And go for you it. just push a button and it stands up. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. The future is now. Yeah, mm. it is now. All right, I think that's all we got. You guys, uh, we appreciate your listening. Skyler, we appreciate you joining us, man. Thank you for having me on. Like, time's a huge investment. You've just given us uh, two hours of your time, and so we appreciate it, man. Dang, yeah, thank fast. you. Check out the American Barbecue. Barbecue. The American Barbarian. Barbarian. The American Barbarian podcast, and also Skyler Reads. You know, yeah. Go- uh, uh, Google this inst- man. Instagram handles. Uh, Instagram is at Skyler Reads. Skyler Reads. Uh, Skylar doesn't speak though, barely. Uh, my <laughs> mm-hmm. TikTok is the same, Skylar Reads. I won't say everything is Skylar Reads. Cool. Uh, my podcast that I do about uh, voice acting and stuff is TVOSM Podcast, the voice of Skylar Morgan Podcast. Oh, hey, right. Acronym right. City. I like it. Yeah. yeah. TVOSM. Yeah. Cool. All right. Devossum. What? Devossum. Devossum. You said the acronym. Yeah, Devossum. Nice one. Nice one. Devossum. Devossum to you, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Devossum's greetings. Devossum. Devossum. All right. Uh, You guys, uh, we appreciate you following us over here to this new channel. Thank you for being here. Go back and listen to the other 52 episodes. That's right. We love you. That's right. I appreciate you more than Brian, but you know that. Yeah, you already know that. My heart is big. Yeah. And and I'm, I, just, I'm just a meanie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Brian loves you especially in any way that you choose to smell. No, that's <laughs> there's so much false coming from you. I'm mean. I don't like any of them. Sorry. You're trying to wrap it up, and I'm just all, trying to make You all make smell jokes. bad. No, it's okay. <laughs> Let's end this thing. I've Let's been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll see, see you next show. show.